Hey everybody, Deadbeat Hero here. Welcome to another episode of Arcade Podcast. I hope you're doing well. I hope you have a lot of projects coming up this summer and you're staying inspired. Yeah, summer is here. Uh, school is almost out and it looks like we might be able to travel around, which is pretty awesome. Where are you going? Where are you planning to go? You gonna hit the beach? Get a little, get a little suntan on those pasty cheeks. It's a good idea. Um, I am looking forward to that as well. Having a nice gin tonic or margarita while staring into the endless ocean. That's just me. That's what I'm looking forward to. Um, yeah. So anyway, let's get to it. Today's episode. We have a very awesome guest. Um, it's Golif. If you don't know who Golif is. You for sure know his characters. You see it all over Vienna. Um, you might have seen it at the V Museum. You might have seen some of his really awesome projects uh, where he painted the Observer in this big uh, parking lot. We talk about that, and we also talk about the big, huge um, paintings he did on this uh, wheat silo. Um, we talk about his process. We talk about skateboarding. We talk about cars. Um, <laughs> we had... A really cool conversation, and uh, I did not know who he was before um, Before we talked. I never met him before. I just knew his artwork, and it was really comforting to know that we had a lot in common, and I really enjoyed this conversation, and I hope that you do too. So without further ado, let's get to it. Let's welcome the mighty Golith. No, pre- no pressure. <laughs> I don't start anything like that, actually. It's okay, just... cool. So, Golov, <laughs> thanks for uh, coming to the podcast. Man. Yeah, thanks for I having appreciate me. appreciate it. It was really cool coming to your studio, like, earlier this week. Yeah, I'm already getting lost, yeah. We were there on Monday. It was Monday, right? Yeah. yeah. And this space you're using is, like, um, as a showroom, you said. Yes. Right? So anybody can go come there, like, w- within the hours and check out your stuff? Yeah, a bit, right now it's not within the hours. It's, like, with an appointment or something. Oh, okay. You have to write us for cool. this. But it's not, it's actually, it's a gallery of a, of a good friend of mine. And he's also my partner in crime. And he's doing this whole gallery. In, and, yeah, he's, uh, if you write him, you can visit Oh, okay. Yeah, but he's also doing other stuff there. But right now there's an exhibition. Mm-hmm. But I think when the podcast comes out, it's already too late. So, oh, okay. When yeah. is it supposed to end? It's 21st. Oh, okay. Yeah, 21st yeah. of May for the people who are listening. And If they really want to see it, then they have to build a time machine and go back in time. I yeah. Mean, it depends on how bad they want yeah. to see it. Yeah, <laughs> or watch the video. I made a video, I That's guess. probably easier. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, a good friend of mine who's a camera guy, he's, he, he was so kind to film a one-shot to like... like promotional? Um, yeah, promotion, promote the, the, the exhibition. Mm-hmm. And he also took a lot of different shots from the, from the exhibition to, to just um, cut the video or something for yeah. later oh, okay. to, to build a time capsule. Nice. Yeah, because we did... We, yeah, we, we didn't know how it ends and stuff, and uh, if people are going to see it or not. And then we tried, uh, we decided to, to film it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, it's a beautiful it's, space. It's really nice, and the way that your artwork is presented there is just it's perfect. It's just it's 
I don't know. I, I was really blown away by the space and the clean lines and how the, I don't know, the paintings just came out so so perfectly in this space. Thank you so much. I hope everybody at least got to see it when yeah. it was open. Yeah, or if not, so watch too. the video. Yeah, it, uh, it, it, I, I really uh, had a long thinking process about the, the whole exhibition and... Uh, yeah, it came out well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. So we got a chance to, to talk a little bit before, like, in Monday. So that was really cool to actually meet you and, and find out that you're a cool guy. Because I, I didn't even know what you looked like before I contacted you on Instagram. I didn't know anything about you. I just knew, okay, he does this character. Um, but you were saying that you were from uh, Tirol. Yes. Which is uh, a beautiful country, a beautiful countryside yeah yeah and you moved here about 13 years ago you were saying yeah i think it's uh, i i thought about it it's 10 years from now oh okay mm, 10 years from now and uh, i just uh i've been to vienna before yeah but before the 10 uh, years before yeah, you moved here. but i lived here for uh, i live here now for 10 years and what brought you to vienna like the the main reason was to to get out of tyrol mm -hmm. actually and mm -hmm. to 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 see how how far this art thing can bring me and mm -hmm. stuff and mm -hmm. uh, yeah and i always craved for the city yeah because i i when i lived in tyrol i, I also went to i mean bregenz is not a big city but in Vorarlberg, i, w I also was there for one and a half years mm -hmm. and in tyrol i was also for one, two years almost in innsbruck oh, okay i mean these cities are not compared from the size to 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 vienna mm -hmm. but they're mm -hmm. yeah it, it's a little bit more urban than yeah, yeah. and uh, and I thought yeah let's let's see what the city can bring me what, what Vienna can do for you yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you pronounce it uh, Tyrol 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 yeah Tyrol yeah okay. Tyrol Tyrol would be like the dialect oh, okay because yeah. yeah I was talking to my wife about it and she's from from Steiermark yeah and she told me Tyrol and I was like ah oh, that's right okay yeah. so I just remember like a uh, rolling animal like an animal rolling down the hill yeah, like yeah, a Tyrol yeah. yeah I mean there are different areas in Tyrol where they all say it differently yeah okay I mean it's like you're from Texas so you yeah. you know how dialects change. <laughs> yes of course <laughs> yeah, I've noticed that it took me a while in Vienna to figure that out but yeah I totally understand that yeah but it's beautiful yeah yeah it's beautiful there I but, always love to come back to Tyrol because yeah. Tyrol. Tyrol. Yeah. See, so you say Tyrol though. Sometimes. Yeah, because of you. I tried to, eat, to speak English and then I say Tyrol. I mean, yeah. Okay, so it's yeah. my fault. I'll, t I'll take the blame. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, and it, I always, uh, I always love to come back to Tyrol because it's, um, yeah, it's so beautiful there. But yeah. I, I'm also super happy to come back to to Vienna because uh, this is my home now. Yeah. Yeah. And you were saying that your your father was from Germany and your mother was from Croatia, yeah, right? Yeah. Did you learn Croatian also? Yeah, I did. So I did. But I'm not a, a native speaker or fluent speaker because, yeah, we didn't talk that much. Because you grew up in Austria. Yeah, so. I think my, my grandmother died back then. And mm -hmm. um, then my mother also start, uh, stopped to talk Croatian with, oh, okay. with us because it was in our household. This was a thing when yeah. she was talking to my grandma in Croatian and we you talked to each up. other and then it stopped yeah yeah but I think I will take classes this is a thing for 2020 yeah and uh, 2022 2022 sorry. yeah yeah 2020 is gone thank goodness yeah it's good <laughs> yeah I also feel the same because my my I come from a Hispanic family but my Spanish is really like non-existence because 
uh, growing up in the U.S., it, it was really important to speak Spanish. I uh, speak English. I'm sorry, and uh, Spanish just was like secondary, so I never really learned it. But mm. I would love to take classes on it because I feel like it would come to me pretty pretty easily after a while. It's weird, right? How the yeah, brain it's works. Crazy. It's almost like you only have one. Uh, Space left for one language. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But there's like one guy in your brain like, okay, that's enough. No, like a little Austrian Madestrat guy. He's like, oh, that's enough. No, fuck that. I'm not doing that shit. What's your name? Just say your name. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My, my girlfriend uh, just started to learn Japanese and uh, this is next level. Well, why is she learning Japanese? Because she's into ceramics and she also wants to, um, to go there because mm -hmm. it's like the... the The hometown of ceramics, ceramics yeah. Yeah, yeah, and she just want, wants to talk to the people a little bit, at mm -hmm, least. Mm -hmm. I mean, at least to be able to understand and stuff. Yeah, and this is so crazy. I can't I mean, imagine. Just, I just heard a few pics from that. What she's, what she's learning, and it, it's so crazy. It's so difficult. Yeah, I'm it's sure. like learning uh, like Vulcan. Or I can't something. even imagine. At least in German, like the 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 letters, you know, are the same as. You know, in English, you know, nothing. It's, like, it's a different world. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it's just these weird like characters that you don't understand unless you study it. And so, not, not only are you learning the language, but you're having to learn new characters. It's, I can't. I, I probably will not try to learn. Yeah, Japanese. yeah. I think I'm good with trying to learn Spanish and German enough. So, yeah, yeah same here. In, I will next life. I, I will see how far it goes with Croatian. Maybe we have another podcast in a few years, and then we talk to we talk to each other in Croatian and Spanish. Let's see how it goes. That'd be amazing. Yeah, <laughs> nobody knows. Yeah. So, were you already uh, making art in in Tirol? Yeah, I did. But I whole st uh, I started this whole golf thing in Vienna, but I did a lot of art in Tyrol. I also it was. Not that easy sometimes because it's not that many people and mm. it's also not, you know, that the mindset is also not like Vienna is a city full of art. Yeah. And Tyrol is, they all ha have their art history. I'm mm -hmm. not saying anything against it, but yeah. they are sometimes a little bit more closed up to the, certain things. more conservative. Yeah, and yeah. if you go into this uh, street art or urban art or graffiti direction, it's, yeah. it's difficult. It's yeah. just difficult, and I try to <clears throat> express myself in so many different ways. I, I uh, haven't found myself back then as an uh, I haven't found my language back then, mm -hmm. and I try to do sculpting, sculpting, and also yeah. do painting, and then I do graffiti, and it was all, yeah, it was mixed up. Yeah, but I I I tried, and I had a, a few exhibitions actually. I not not that many, but um, yeah, group exhibitions. And also like shared spaces and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I, yeah, it, I enjoyed it very much. And um, yeah, my whole uh, education process started in in Tyrol with uh, the gilding school and the sign painter school. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, you know, gilder is like yeah, it, this is a pretty traditional craft in Tyrol. And I yeah, I did that for four years. The mm -hmm. school was four years, I guess, and sign painting also. And then I worked uh, on construction site with um, yeah it's yeah. it's super hard to get a job there oh, okay yeah but the the thing is yeah my whole uh, feeling for for art just started there yeah and yeah. it comes from this this what you learned as, as yeah. a builder yeah some people are some people just said that they also see it in the paintings and mm -hmm. stuff but i can cannot 
I cannot say what they think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely can. I can see like maybe the sign painting um, aspect of it in your art because of the brush strokes and, yeah. and this fluidness. Uh, is this what kind of inspired you to do this kind of yeah? Kinda art the style? thing is, I I just um, you know that it comes a lot from from like from letters and stuff. I I always loved graffiti and I just love to to do typography and stuff mm -hmm. it was really interesting and also the sign painter aspect and yeah, I also yeah. and I see this with the characters they're also letters sometimes for mm -hmm. me that's 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 a huge point yeah and um, yeah the, the 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 thing that I worked on construction site and do this huge surfaces and try to learn how to work with bigger walls and stuff mm -hmm. this is definitely yeah, that's definitely it got influence on my art. On your of art, course. Yeah. And so you you started the what do you call the character? You call it a watcher or the observer or No, did I, I think I call them golifs, like okay. like okay. just randomly and uh, I think this is just an just a title for for me to to put them in a the box. Mm -hmm. But I think they're more more like <clears throat> everyday people. Like mm -hmm. it's it's you and me and uh, people I see on the street. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. try to do really try to do screenshots on the street in my mind. Yeah, yeah. And try to put them on canvas or on paper or on walls, mm -hmm. just to what what bothers me or just what I think about or what what what's good, what's bad in my head or you know the thinking pro process mm -hmm. and just to translate it into a character and then put it on some surface. Cool. Yeah, and the, I I think the the, the some projects are bigger mm -hmm. and they have a certain title to it like the observer. Yeah. Because he's so huge and he's just lying there. Yeah. And it needs to be explained. Yeah. What is he looking up to and where mm -hmm. is he staring? And he's just an observer. Like yeah, Wilson yeah. is always watching over the, the fence. Yeah, yeah, I remember from uh, you know, home improvements. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> it's like this is like just just another way to yeah. to to explain it. Because yeah. yeah, it's but this this whole observer thing is like it's just a title mm -hmm. because there's so many different aspects to this to this whole process. Yeah, yeah. I totally yeah, agree. that you you have you have to see it because or you have to read about it or you have to talk to me about it to fully get the whole information. Yeah, yeah. Are you like me sometimes? Like when sometimes I'll create a character and I'll I'll start to make up the story or the the background of the character in my head as it goes, but also it changes as the time goes on in my head. Sometimes like I can have at this moment. This is what the story from this character is. But then later on, as my life goes on, I've had time to let that character marinate in my head a little bit. And it feels like the longer the character's alive, I guess you could say, um, the more I get to know the character. So then this, his story kind of fleshes out in a different way for me. It's, I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah, it makes else. totally sense because it's like, it's also like, I mean, I, I, it's not the best thing to say it like that, but it's also like, you know, sometimes it's like a wine mm -hmm. yeah, and it's yeah. really fresh mm -hmm. and it has to like, it, it has to get to his taste, yeah, you know, yeah, over the yeah, years and yeah. stuff. And I also get, I get so much information from people who see it and who saw it and who just talked to me about it. Mm -hmm. And their information is also good input for me because True. I didn't. I, I sometimes I don't have the time to think about yeah. things so hard because you don't see. Yeah. I just do them. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's just an impulse or yeah. something, 
And then you talk about pe uh, with people about things you did, mm -hmm. and then you say, "Oh, damn! I haven't thought about this. <laughs> that that's really good. Yeah. Can I keep this? <laughs> you know." And it's really some, sometimes yeah. people think you you really you got your whole story about it, and it's really mm -hmm. yeah, and, and, and it's nailed into the wall like that. Yeah. But yeah. it's not. It's, it's not. not. I think also yeah. the character speaks to people differently. You know, mm -hmm. so that story for that person is what that is, and it doesn't mean that's the wrong story. It's just that's another story that 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 it could be which is pretty cool and speaking of the observer piece like how long did it take you to paint that that, that big ass head just uh, the, to explain the, the the size it's uh, 30,000 square meters <laughs> Fuck. yeah and it's like it's like I think six football fields like soccer fields that's amazing man. and it it took me three weeks Shit. Yeah. I've just continuous work, I would imagine, because three weeks for something that big, I, I can't imagine. I mean, yeah, you have was, to be working like yeah, every it day. Was, it was uh, the sun goes up mm -hmm. and, the sun. and the sun goes down. <laughs> and the observer is just watching the sun move while you're painting. It was crazy. Wow. I mean, I had two rainy days or something. Mm -hmm. It was just like... I don't know how many how many degrees are thirty five uh, oh, grad. Um, yeah, that's pretty super hot because yeah. you're painting black all the time. Yeah, no shit. And you can imagine how did the how did the rain affect it? No, nothing because okay. it dried so okay. fast. Yeah, because yeah. of the heat. Yeah, and I, I painted it with an airless, you know, uh, airless pistol like this okay. huge. And I had ah yeah yeah. And even when they came with the with the paint, it was so crazy. They, the truck came and put down. The first two and a half tons of paint. Oh, Can you imagine two and a half tons of paint? I, I, I thought by myself, what the fuck have you gotten into? This is so crazy. But and, how, yeah, yeah ahead, and sorry. then I started, and then I started to paint, and it was actually really, uh, like, how, how do you say it in like uh, meditative? A med like a, medita a meditation. Like yeah, a, it was yeah. really meditative because you're like walking around like a human inkjet plotter or something. Yeah, no shit. And you're always filling this 30 to 50 centimeter broad lines, like filling the whole thing. But you're just like spraying it down. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you start you start with the, the whole process is you start with a roller mm -hmm. and just make the outlines yeah. as you would do it with a sketch or a like pencil or, or something. something yeah. yeah. And then you, you just got these lines and then you know, okay, this has to be white and this has to be black. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And this is so much work to walk it. I, I walked, I had a... Um, uh, a, a pedometer? Yeah. yeah. How, how, how do you say A it? pedometer, it counts your steps? Yeah, 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 it counts the steps. Yeah, yeah and I walked uh, 720 kilometers for this bitch. <laughs> In those three weeks? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's from here to Tyrol, I yeah. guess. <laughs> oh, shit. Tirol. <laughs> Tirol. <laughs> yeah. At it, the end, you have a big beard like Forrest Gump and yeah, shit. Yeah, no, there it's was like... no time for a beard. <laughs> yeah. No, a beard. A beard. Uh, yeah, I said no time for a beard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought you thought I said beard. Yeah. I was like, yeah, of course it's no time for a beard. You're working the whole time. It was, yeah, I was like a nomad or something because I, the heat was so extreme and uh, also yeah. the light from the bottom was also extreme. Fuck. Yeah, and this was not the, I, I think the painting process was really the, the comfortable part mm -hmm. because we made a whole um, video about it, like a making off video, mm -hmm. but in an abstract way, it was yeah. more like uh, I talk, I worked together with a with a with this camera guy ben mm -hmm. Benjamin Paya. I, t I, t I talked before and yeah. uh, the director uh, Eugen Klim, mm -hmm. and there are a whole bunch of other people 
involved uh, for this whole video thing. Mm -hmm. I'm uh, I'm not all mentioning that, yeah. but guys, I love you. <laughs> and uh, the th the thing is, this whole process of shooting a um, making off video mm -hmm. or something like that. Mm -hmm was totally new to me. Yeah. I didn't know how this goes and mm -hmm. we just made up an idea how, how this could work and yeah. stuff. And then um, we came up with this, uh, with this idea about uh, transhumanity because this whole thing is too big to paint it on your own. Mm -hmm. So you build up uh, like Mad Max machines out of yeah. cardboard because uh -huh. this was the, the the underground I painted a lot on okay. these days. Yeah. So we choose cardboard and then we build up huge machines out of cardboard, but not just cardboard. We've just bought a Ford Mondeo mm -hmm. for 200 bucks and okay. then we just cut the, cut the whole um, trunk off and built a whole... like a whole new surface on the, on the, on the, on the car. Okay. And then we drove around, and let, it looked like we we were spraying the whole the whole thing with the cars yeah. so, and stuff. <laughs> and then we built a tank on the Opel. Oh shit! And we it was it just not it's it didn't stop you know. Yeah, yeah. I was painting the whole day, then the sun got down, and then yeah. we were building these cars <laughs> overnight. What the fuck? Yeah, and I was just like I just met my girlfriend there. Mm -hmm. We just did first dates and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I just said to her when I, w I was just two hours at home and stuff, yeah, and, yeah. I and, and I went went away again, and uh, I said, this is not always like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is not always my life, you know. <laughs> but it was crazy. These days yeah. were crazy because yeah, yeah. it was like to insane amount of work. Wow. Yeah. But we, we managed it, and it was uh, actually it was worth it because... That's, that's amazing. Yeah, it came out great. The really? first time when I when I flew over it, we, we rented a helicopter mm -hmm. to make shots and stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And yeah, it was just like this Godzilla moment, you yeah, know, when fuck. you just fly over the city and then it appears. Yeah, you know, it was so crazy. Shit, how did this project come about initially? I was exhibiting at the Vienna Contemporary. Okay, yeah. And then I walked over this huge. Uh, parking lot mm -hmm. which was no parking lot it mm -hmm. was actually they planned to build the ORF building on it okay but it never came mm. and then it was like just stood there for years wow yeah and I saw it and I thought by myself this must be a great place to paint something on it and then watch it from Google Earth oh and shit <laughs> so it came Damn. and then Peter, which I mentioned before, yeah. he, he's, he's my partner. He, he just uh, organized everything. He just made the connections and yeah, he, he's a great guy. Wow. That's yeah. And fantastic. he was, he also put so much work in it and it's people are just always see the, the, the end the, result, the results and yeah. how, how people paint something or some, but there's so much behind this. Yeah. It's so much work. Oh shit. Yeah, and it's like uh, not just the painting process; it's also the organizing things yeah. and stuff. And it's so not easy to just get a big ass part of land to paint. Like no. just like there's a, especially in in, in Austria. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's I can crazy. Yeah. Damn. And can you explain a little bit like the process of how do you how you um, proportionize that on the ground? Because I can't imagine something that big. Like how you can. Did you like grid it out before? Yeah, or? I was there with a the geometer. Uh -huh. uh, um, so like a step meter, like it kind of counts every. No, you you know this this tri foot 
guy who uh, stands yes. on the street. Yeah, it looks like he's taking photos yeah, or something. I just yeah. know the German word, but it's geometer. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's probably geometer in English. Something like probably. that, yeah. <laughs> and I said I need uh, seven or eight points. Uh-huh. If I got them, yeah. I'm good. And you know where to plot everything from yes. there. Yes, wow. and he said he was totally chill and mm-hmm. he likes it he likes the whole process mm-hmm. and the whole project and stuff and then he was there for two hours we just put there like seven or eight spots on yeah. the whole thing mm-hmm. and then i knew how to put the raster on it oh, okay and i knew the main points on the raster mm-hmm. which is some uh, with which is like two points at the eyes yeah. or something like yeah, yeah. that which is and then important. i could just fluently work because the the the, the main sketch was 10 to 10, actually, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the the, the 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 original one is, I guess, 100 to 100. one 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 uh, square centimeter mm-hmm. is like 10 to 10 meters. Oh, okay. So right. I guess that's the that's the, the right. conversion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh, yeah, it was, uh, and then I started to outline with a roller, actually, and I had. I had a few friends who helped me with the Rasta and mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, yeah, it, from from then on, it was easy for me yeah. because I had it done so often before, you yeah. know, to put something in the right scale yeah. is not that hard for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's just more work. It's yeah. not It's not that it's different to yeah. do lines this big. It's yeah. just, and you first you think, wow, this is going to be tough. But when it's like flat on the ground, mm-hmm. it's actually more easy. Yeah. Because from the physical aspect, yeah, yeah, it's way more easy to to paint the floor than the, the than going up than, yeah. than vertical surfaces. Yeah. Vertically, at least you can step back and see. Okay, are the eyes correct, or do I need some more paint here? Is is this fully black, or do I need more black on this area? So you can at least you can't fly up into the sky, you know, in your jetpack yet, and look and be like, uh, and then go down. So I can imagine they both have their disadvantages and advantages, I guess. Yeah, the only tricky part is that you you can't see it. Yeah, yeah. Because we had this um, building right next to the observer. It's the the Awa building, mm-hmm. and they got the flight control over Austria and yeah. stuff. And so you couldn't put a drone up there? No, or? no, that's the problem. Oh, because shit. when they see you, and they will see you because yeah, they're right they're next right there. there. I think the, 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 the penalty for this is 20,000 euros yeah, yeah, to I've let heard. a drone fly in the city. Yeah, a friend of mine does that, and he he's, tells me all that shit. Yeah, and we just... That's why we had to rent a helicopter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't have a drone, but I got this big-ass fucking helicopter. But that, that was cool because Dieter Brasch, which I told you before, who makes all the photos for, for, the, for the big projects, he yeah. was like... Uh, he got this middle format camera, mm-hmm. middle format camera, this yeah. big one. Yeah, yeah. And he's, he, he was totally obsessed with making these photos. And this was... Yeah, it was actually perfect because you cannot get this high result... Back then, you couldn't get yeah. these high-result photos with a drone. Actually. Yeah. Yeah, 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 a, a big ass drone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you need a very, very expensive drone yeah, for yeah. sure. And so, yeah, so it all came together, and then we t- we took one and a half month to mm-hmm. get everything done, mm-hmm. like painting and filming. Yeah, and then uh, it we all, uh, yeah, we all broke together, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because it was really intense, but we loved it, and uh, there were so many, so many good times. When I think back mm-hmm. on this whole pro- project, yeah, yeah, and I missed the car. Yeah, <laughs> I really missed the car. Which not the tank, but the car. The, the tank was yeah, it was fun and stuff. We we put the airless 
uh, pistol um, inside the tank, uh -huh. and we sprayed 50 meters with the tank <laughs> black paint over the whole thing. <laughs> this was fun. <laughs> but uh, the the Fort Mondeo mm -hmm. under under kit mm -hmm. was, I think, 200 horsepowers. Oh wow! And this cardboard car yeah. was bad. Yeah, and it was so much fun. <laughs> even the even the side windows were out of cardboard. Oh shit! Yeah. I with the 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 booklet I I brought you. Yeah. You can mm -hmm. see the car inside oh, okay. if you want to. And the video is online. Yeah, you can see it. Yeah. Is it on YouTube or? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll find a link and I'll put it in the. In yeah, the if you want thing. to. Yeah, that yeah, would for be, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People and that, see there it. are all people who were involved in the whole thing. Were also are also underneath the videos. Okay, so, good, yeah. good. Shout outs to to the guys <laughs> and girls who were involved. <laughs> cool, man. Yeah. And do you have anyone in your family that's also an artist, or was it just? I think my someone? uncle was a good painter. Okay. Uh, grand uncle, I'm sorry, my grand, grand uncle. Okay. Yeah. He was a good painter. Oil portraits. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. I think they're really strong, mm -hmm. but also dark. Okay. You mean his his themes for his artwork? No, I think that the the people he painted were also like you know this post war generation and okay. stuff, and okay. they were like they didn't had so much to smile actually. Yeah, yeah. And these depression like kind of these huge oil paintings where he just yeah I think they're you can see the mindset of the people in the paintings and mm -hmm. they were. And also they were old, mm -hmm. and it's a little bit of a patina on it and stuff. Oh, okay, yeah, it gives it this kind of creepy yeah, it's, vibe. It, it, it's, <laughs> maybe they weren't that dark, but uh, yeah, <laughs> for me as a child to see them, yeah. they were dark. Did they have them in the house, like when you were growing up? or? Yeah, I think my grandparents had them. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then my father also kept one or two of my grandparents, like portraits of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but... They didn't. They didn't make it into the next generation. Oh, okay. Yeah, but they're still on the. How do you say it? In the, the attic. Yeah, in, in the, the attic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're still there. <laughs> but your parents are totally supportive of you uh, going towards the route of an artist. Then. Yeah, I think. Yeah, <laughs> the, I, 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 think I, I. They didn't expect what 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 I was becoming mm -hmm. because they were like more. They were supportive in a way. If he wants to go to this Gilded school, he should do it. Mm -hmm. But uh, more my mom, I guess. But mm, yeah, my dad always—he's a technical guy. He's yeah. just like doing uh, technical stuff, and uh, and he's yeah. He didn't have the imagination for yeah. what what it could be to be a, a artist or something because mm -hmm. he always. I think it's it's more the thoughts of the struggle that a guy could have or a girl, I'm sorry, uh, uh, that a someone person. could yeah. have to be an artist. Yeah. Because, and he's right with that because yeah. it's a tough way to, to produce art and live from it. Exactly, you know? yeah. And I think this whole thing was in his mind, mm -hmm. but I changed that mindset, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> good. Yeah. But it's also a different generation, right? So like growing up in... In his generation, the only famous artists he knew were like you know Picasso and you know, yeah. fucking you know Da Vinci and shit like this. But like um, now, it's so different with like technology, with the internet and everything. Like you can really, you have a better chance now, I think, to really make it if you're if you're really pushing it and you're willing to grow um, to make that your profession. Um, you have to be very creative and, and really passionate about it. But um, it's definitely easier to be more worldwide than than it was than in his generation. Definitely, you know? yeah. But I think it's also the 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 thing that he 
he also had uh, i mean he's this uh this 60s generation mm -hmm. and he also had artists in germany for like boys and stuff and mm -hmm. they were also political artists and oh, okay. and they were like yeah they were to totally intense it mm -hmm. was totally mm -hmm. the, the whole mm -hmm. thing was totally intense and you're either on the commercial working uh, technology side yeah. or you like this hippie artist you yeah. know and it's like they will i think they're he was a little bit scared that, uh, that of course yeah you know that's that's yeah. just like th these are fears you 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 have when you like yeah when you grew up uh, in a in a childhood which was not so wealthy at all yeah mm -hmm. mm. but uh, yeah i yeah we're cool <laughs> <laughs> we make it work yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can yeah so what other influences you have besides uh, you know painting painting signs in this uh and your other teaching, I mean, did you did you find influences from from anything else? In yeah, a lot. I think uh, I think I get a lot of influence from movies and also from music and also from like not not really other artists. I I watch other artists and I love, for instance, pop artist mm -hmm. culture and stuff. It's beautiful, and I also love. Uh, super contemporary things where you have to read uh, seven seven pages to understand the whole thing yeah but i have to be in the in, in the, the right mindset, mindset yeah, for yeah. it but the thing is i i think i'm a fan of mm -hmm. certain things mm -hmm. and i i said it before to you if there's a certain quality to it mm -hmm. i love it and yeah. then i i instantly get inspiration from it mm -hmm. it's not like that it's it must be some painter or it must be some artwork or something like that. I mean, I get so much inspiration for watching uh, like Fincher movies or something. Mm -hmm. This is also, this puts me in the mindset where I think, oh, this is interesting. Oh, this is a cool type of character or something yeah, yeah. like that. Or also listening to a good rap uh, album or something must not be rap album. It can, yeah. can also be Judas Priest. I yeah, don't yeah. care. Yeah, yeah. If it's good, it's good for me. Yeah, I feel you. And then I get some, you know, there's a drive mm -hmm. I get, mm -hmm. and this brings me further, I guess. It's not that I see a huge uh, Gerhard Richter painting in Albertina and then I say, yeah. Now I have to do it because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I already know what I have to do. Yeah, this is just like it's this just is a little fuel for the fire. This is Champions League, maybe, and yeah, yeah. yeah you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I know yeah. what you mean. Yeah, I I was uh, I think this is this is years ago. There was a woodcut um, a woodcut exhibition of Anselm Kiefer mm -hmm. in Albertina. Yeah. yeah, I didn't see it. And this was an exhibition where I just was damn. <laughs> this was mind blowing. Yeah. Yeah, but there are not a lot of these exhibitions actually. Yeah, yeah. Where you go there and then just be like, I, I'm sorry, I have to lock myself into the studio now. Mm, yeah. Because yeah. time is running fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's very seldom. A yeah. lot of times, I would say, I hate to say it, but I'd say about seven or eight times out of ten when I go to an exhibition of to, like sometimes it's, I'm kind of forcing myself to be interested in it in a way. You know what I mean? Like I, I look for the inspiration. Like I'm, I want to be inspired by it. Like yeah. I want to find the I want to like it. I want to love it. And I look for it. Like I really, I look for it and I pick at every little thing that I love about it. And, uh, but then there's some exhibitions that you go in and you're just like floored. You're just like, 
what the fuck am I doing with my life? You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's really yeah. this thing. It's, uh, yeah, it is. it's just how it is. But you know, when you see that, uh, which stirs the, the creative pot inside of you, you know, how's your, like your creative process kind of like when you, when you approach a, a painting or where you get into the mood, like where do you start? Like what, what's point number one? Yeah. I'm really a nine to five guy, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I, I learned it from, from scratch to, to, be an early bird and then it's it's six o'clock in the evening and then it's like over yeah and i do that i go i go early into the studio mm -hmm. and i paint the whole day mm -hmm. even if it's bad mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel but i i force myself to do it are you working it, on like many paintings at yeah, one time a lot yeah. yeah i do always switch between paintings yeah mm -hmm. and i also do um if I'm not in the mood for some detailed stuff or for some important things, mm -hmm. you know, you come to a certain point on a painting where it's really important to be focused. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then I uh, I skip these days with, uh, you know, uh, just making the background or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Or just, I'm just painting today like, or I'm just uh, framing mm -hmm. or something <laughs> like this. <laughs> Because, but I'm, st I'm, I'm working. I'm just like doing this from, um, uh, I think sometimes it's more and sometimes it's less. Sometimes it's over the weekend, but some, mostly I'm from Monday to Friday and uh, mm -hmm. try to do my thing. Yeah. yeah. And, but the, the thing is, there's not a point where I think uh, this is a good day to start this painting or mm -hmm. this is a good, because this is dangerous for me mm -hmm. because in this point you get lazy, I guess, because I, uh, I think there's not a bad day to, yeah, to, to start with something mm -hmm. or to, this is, this is a better day. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you're hungover or something <laughs> yeah. or you, your hands are shaking, Yeah, yeah, yeah. but th this would, wouldn't be a good day to, <laughs> to do, do lines, yeah. super thin <laughs> lines with characters and stuff. Yeah. yeah. yeah but yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know yeah. exactly what you mean. Yeah. And there's always things to do, and uh, yeah, if there's, I think I, I I think the best part of the working process is the part where everything works like fluently, mm -hmm. and you just jump around in the studio and do things, and seven eight hours later you see you see that you've done something. Yeah, and then yeah. you're ready to go home, and then you don't think about it till next yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It never gets six o'clock. It always gets ten. Yeah. And during this COVID time, I just yeah. I just worked from twelve to twelve. Uh, yeah, that's that's crazy. I just I just went I I just slept long, and then mm -hmm. I had breakfast. And then I went to because went to there work. was nothing else. To you do. didn't have any appointments. Nobody. You didn't nobody. have to worry about anybody stopping by, and you could work. Yeah, like really. I actually loved it. Yeah. And yeah, that's what I was saying. Uh, I've been saying recently. It's just like I was telling you before. It's really getting. It's hard for me to adapt back into this rhythm. Like today, I was at like I had two different appointments, and then and then now we're here, and it's like, it's cool that everything's opened up again, but at the same time, man, like now since. COVID, the first lockdown, um, my work time was like from 10 at night to like five in the morning. It was like, I can get so much done. Like I was doing three illustrations a night, like color and everything. And it's like, and it didn't matter if it was good or bad, but I had it there and it was like, cool. Yeah. And then the next morning I'd wake up and I totally forget. Like I, I, I had to get to a point to where I had to, um, I had to be totally ready for bed. Like I couldn't keep my eyes open anymore. And then I'd sleep 
wake up, I'd forget everything I drew. And then I'd remember like, oh yeah, I did some illustration. I'd look through it and I'd show my wife and, and I felt like I accomplished something. Like everybody was sleeping. <laughs> I accomplished some shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now it's different. Now, uh, you have to get back into a different rhythm and, but in a way, I think it's good. I think as artists and as creative people, it's good to shake your shit up a little bit because the outcome is different. Yeah. You realize that the shit I was painting at like three in the morning, it was cool. But now the shit that I'm painting at three in the afternoon, this is a different feel. This is a totally different uh, mood or this is... Of course it is. Yeah. So yeah, it's good yeah. to shake it up. I think. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And also you, we were together in the showroom mm -hmm. and this amount of works is just not possible in this in this period of time, actually. How long did it... I think it took me three months or something to just... To, to do all those paintings. To all these paintings. Even the ones that were in the back? Even uh. the ones that were in the back. <laughs> and this is like, because just because I locked myself three months into to, to just paint, you mm -hmm. know? How and many paintings you, would you say you finished in that time? I don't know. Over 50, over yeah. 80 or so? You said the number. I'm not, I'm, <laughs> I'm not able to say it, actually. I don't know. Uh, something I, I about that. Yeah. I don't know. You had quite a few hanging, but you had a, a, quite a few in the back also. Yeah. So it's like, I can't even... Yeah, wow. It's a lot of work. Yeah, it's a lot of work. But it's, uh, it, was, uh, it didn't felt like, you know? Mm -hmm. It was... That's, why I did, that's what I meant before. It's, it was more like... This was this fluent process where mm -hmm. you're just like you're in this, uh, in this tunnel, yeah, in yeah. the zone, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then you just do it. It's me time, and you just yeah. Go. And two hours later, you say, "Oh wow, look, look at this. Yeah, this yeah. is gorgeous. I, I actually totally know what I'm gonna do here next." Mm -hmm. And yeah, and if you're under pressure, even the thinking process of the paintings is totally. It's 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 just so intense. If you think too much, if mm -hmm. it got less time if yep. you know there's there's an exhibition upcoming for mm -hmm. instance in, in in nizza or something mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then you have to go to finish this and this and this and then you're like oh my god what i'm gonna do with this one and this one there is no there's no finish line at this yeah yeah and so it like it comes so freely to you mm -hmm. and you get to a point where you got totally this is what you said because yeah. you're switching the times and stuff you get totally new ideas, mm -hmm. and it's absolutely fulfilling. Actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's really interesting how how that works. It's going back to how the how the brain is functioning, it's like uh, there's definitely different modes, you know, that that your brain is set on at different times of the day. And but I really enjoyed this this half asleep, half awake kind of uh, drawing that I was doing. This sketching is because yeah. it was really kind of almost subconscious sketching not really fully concentrated on what I was sketching, but kind of half concentrating on a podcast or music. And yeah, it's really interesting. But uh, I wanted to also ask you about the, the two big uh, characters that you painted on this mill house, right? It's a, a, mill, a mill house. Or yeah, what is, what is I it think called? the this? Austrian word is Agrarspeicher. Okay. So they put all the weed inside. Mm -hmm. Is not, it called weed? It's not... The legal weed, but yeah, it's yeah. like the, the wheat. wheat. Wheat, yeah. Wheat, yeah. <laughs> that weed is. Don't go there. It's not, full, it's not full with it's weed. It's not full with weed. <laughs> the Pineapple Express is not there. <laughs> that would be a huge amount of. Well, okay, yeah. But this is, yeah, uh, yeah it's called uh, Grasspeicher, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And this is in near close to Noburg. 
Yes. Is that right? Yeah. yeah right the direction to when you drive from um, Vienna to St. Pölten, mm -hmm. it's right on the left side. And it's if you're driving that area, it's it you cannot miss it. Yeah, you like, barely cannot miss it. <laughs> yeah. Totally can't miss it. <laughs> yeah. How long did this one these take? I think it also took three and a half weeks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. But I had to to paint it twice. That's why it took so long. Why did you have to paint it twice? Because you have to twice is nice. Twice is nice, yeah, <laughs> and twice is also it it's it it holds longer. Okay, yeah, and uh, you have to put on the groundation, mm -hmm. and then you have to put on the finisher. Did this is a two-color system, okay. which they say is the best for um, like pure concrete. Oh, all right, all right, because mm -hmm. you because the concrete is going to soak up the first layer that you put on there, right? Or yeah. Yeah, in a way, okay. because the, the 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 underground is more like it had to be like an open groundation mm -hmm, mm -hmm. with a like closed finish. Okay. The closed finish is like a, like it, it's more like a, what is lack? Lack, like yeah, yeah. it's a, it's a lacquer. Or yeah, a, it's more like there's so much binder. There's so much acrylic binder inside. Mm -hmm. That uh, it's like it's totally it's totally closed, yeah. and so the water goes off but the first layer is like open mm -hmm. for the second for, layer oh, okay yeah so it really brings yeah. the paint in and yes and I also hope, breaks it makes it brighter i hope i hope i said it right because yeah the guys from morexina <laughs> going to be really disappointed there. Ah, it's all, yeah yeah i'm sure it's fine but yeah that's it's it's huge it's like too huge i mean how high is that building of here like it's roughly? 50 meters 50 meters it's yeah. it's like as high as like here we have the algots and you have these anti-aircraft buildings those are like 50 55 meters each yeah, i think it's amazing pretty same yeah yeah that's amazing and it was really difficult to get uh to get a um like this mobile uh, the, the window cleaners oh, you know, oh so you the, had to go from the top down yeah these balconies wow because the wind is pretty sketchy there because yeah. we're right at the, at the Danube uh -huh. and the wind is really um, like you, you cannot say if it's good or it, it changes really yeah. quick okay yeah and so yeah we yeah uh, Darek mm -hmm. my compagnon in crime was there okay <laughs> and he was uh, he was there to help me with the with the painting mm -hmm. to fill all the the the, the I, we painted together. Mm -hmm. We were both rolling and both painting, but mm -hmm. I just took a can and made the sketches and raster and stuff, and mm -hmm. he helped me with all this, but he was formally there to to be, that I be, like, um, insured. Okay. Because I was not able to drive this whole yeah. thing, this balcony thing, and he w he had to be there. Yeah. He yeah. was from the uh, painter firm who, who gave us the balcony. Oh, all right. Yeah. Okay. I say balcony. It's it's just like it's a lift. Yeah, it's a yeah. paint. Uh, yeah. It's a window cleaner. A window like cleaner bucket, lift. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, but it's about uh, about three meters wide, four meters wide. How how wide is it? Eight meters. Eight meters yeah. wide. Okay. Wow. So that's yeah. good. You can cover a lot of ground, and you don't have to like. Did you have to move it to the right and move it to the left? Yes, like, because wow. it's it's mobile, mm -hmm. and you have to uh, move like. Uh, let me lie. <laughs> I think it's about four tons of weights. Wow! From one to another, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, this is workout. Yeah, I can yeah. tell this is For crazy sure. because you have to paint all day. It's yeah. all on time. Yeah, every day is money. Yeah, yeah. And they say, yeah, we like it, but it's not. It's not for free. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you have to. 
look on the, uh, on the weather and stuff that was his job and he was really good at it mm -hmm. and he just even if the slightest wind went by he was just like so <laughs> and we had to look and then he was okay you okay. can go on <laughs> yeah and sometimes i had to i had to sketch a lot and just prepare that we could fill it with paint yeah and he was just like playing uh, animal farm <laughs> Like like a maniac yeah, all yeah. the time. He was playing Animal Farm <laughs> on his cell phone like crazy. And we, we're ready again. And he, okay, we're ready again. And then we rolled on. And we, he was like that silent, the whole thing, yeah. which is pretty cool. It's because great. you can totally concentrate on things. Yeah, yeah. And uh, shout outs to my brother, Darek. He's like, uh, he's he was the best. Uh, he was the best. Yeah. Assistant, yeah. Yeah, he was awesome. And then we, yeah, we painted it. And it was... Sometimes really sketchy because they're really difficult places to get to, even with a lift, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because there were like roofs underneath and you had to lift it over and stuff. It was really difficult. Yeah. yeah. And, but uh, yeah, this one yeah was also I I think about uh, three three and a half th thousand square meters. Fuck. Yeah, and also <laughs> two times, so seven thousand, yeah. right? And this was like yeah, I loved it. It's, it was really good. It looks great. It's flawless. Thank like, you. When I drive by it, like I was telling you before, I go and it's quite still often shiny there. and crispy. Yeah, isn't it looks it? great. Yeah, it looks really you. great. It's uh, it's really quality work, and and oh, it's amazing. And for that one, for the for the proportions, I mean, you just take the the of course the the size of it, and then you kind of gridded it out, and you knew where everything's going to be. Yeah, kind of like this. Yeah, it's yeah. it's ex exactly the same. I just yeah. uh, I had two paintings which I loved, and mm -hmm. I said these two paintings just fit there like crazy. Bam. Yeah, and the owner of the of the the weed seal yeah. <laughs> was also like, I would don't do that. Do that crazy thing. The crazy characters. That's cool. I love them that's too. Awesome. And I was like totally relieved because yeah. I wanted to do these characters so bad. That's awesome. And he was like, yeah, that's cool. And I decided just one day before we get to the corner that we just should put the one character around the corner. Yeah, yeah. And this was just like an instant idea I had. Yeah. And I was like, okay, let's do this. This could be awesome. Yeah. And then we just, yeah. And then we just go there and I was we took the photo I think 700 meters away mm -hmm. from uh, the Dach of the Lagerhaus mm -hmm. which is a big uh, like a tool shop or something oh, okay. in, the, in the nearby and we took the we took the photo from there and the ankle is just like perfect with the corner mm -hmm. it almost looks like the the wall is going straight further yeah Wow. Yeah, it's it's perfect like this. And I love <laughs> the colors because we took the photo in autumn. Yeah. And the orange and the pink, this were it was just like it I loved it. Yeah, yeah it amazing. was and we were finished and I was like, Yes, yeah. That was a good feeling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and the way yeah. you Yeah, sorry. No, I was just gonna say the way you mimic the, the brush strokes like I was telling you before, it's just fantastic. Really yeah, great work. Yeah, thank you. It's really cool. Thank you so much. And yeah. The, yeah. Was there a point when you started where you were you when you transitioned to to doing canvas work, to doing mural work, or were you doing mural work before? Like, when did this? When did you start doing your characters on the wall, or were you doing the wall? Were Were you doing characters to do on the wall first? Or I think it was totally simultaneously because it was always like work on canvas and mm -hmm. always like this graffiti direction I went in, mm -hmm. and I always worked on uh, murals before, even through my through my. Uh, profession and and stuff mm -hmm. 
it was like I always had this there was no border between this because it was totally logic for me to do a small canvas work also big on on the wall yeah, yeah. but there was no first or last oh, okay. I think there was always if you ask me if the if if I took a golf character on the wall first or on the on the paper mm -hmm. I would say it's on the paper of course because mm -hmm. I had to first develop this whole thing yeah in small to get an idea where I wanted to go mm -hmm. and then I just started to make them bigger on canvas and then I started to make walls of them but yeah. I always had in mind that I would love to do them in a bigger way there's just not so many opportunities to get these walls yeah of course yeah no, yeah it's always it always depends on what you see you know it's just like you you see this surface this flat surface in the middle of the city and then you got the idea mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or you see this uh, agrarspeicher mm -hmm. and then you're like damn this would be nice to paint <laughs> like this you know it's yeah. more like i also I, I i really love to work with architects and stuff because mm -hmm. they're they they have this like three-dimensional thinking i love to do by myself mm -hmm. because when i see my paintings they seem really 2d yeah but i really have a three-dimensional thinking process about the whole thing mm -hmm. even uh, mostly when it comes to like murals and and buildings mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i try to use the maximum of the building like yeah. not not just to to paint everything which mm -hmm. which is diverse actually but to paint it like that that it's like gives like lifts the building you mm -hmm. know mm -hmm. I, I don't know how to say it no, in, I know the, in the right way it's like yeah. i i it, love to do to 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 work with the underground that the painting gets a three-dimensional touch but not because of the painting just because of the building yeah yeah you use the building and to kind of highlight with your art you highlight the, yeah, the building it, a little bit more. you know it's like the building itself is wonderful yeah it, it has its purpose it's mm -hmm. there it's mm -hmm. uh, and i just put something on yeah and i want to put not just something on i want to have a collaboration with the building yeah 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 you know what i mean it's yeah, like I know exactly what you it's mean, totally yeah. it's totally important for me that it works like this because otherwise it would be, and excuse me to say it like that, it would be just paint on the wall. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's there's a lot of paint on the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have that a lot. Yeah. But I need to work with buildings that, yeah. or guys who make buildings yeah. that it's like, you know, it has to be a certain... Yeah, a certain Feel for it, yeah. Thanks, yeah. Yeah, I, I think last summer... I had my first experience working with actual architects for murals. Yeah. But it was actually with my wife's work because she does more geometric forms, yeah. which work great in, when you're doing when you're thinking architectural wise. Um, of course, they want something that's more um, that's highlighting the aspects that they built into the building, you know. So, and yeah, they have a vision and they know what they want to see. When they see it, they know this is what's going to work. So. It was really interesting to work with uh, with an architect as opposed to a bar owner, for example, where it's like, yeah, I just want you to, to paint this this woman in a trindle here holding two beers, you know, yeah, like yeah, it's, it's just best. paint on the wall. But it's like, <laughs> yeah, but everybody when, loves this yeah, kind of, of job. course. <laughs> but if it's uh, if it's an architect, like they they are coming to you because this this what you're painting is going to accent what I did. So it's like a total collaboration. Yeah, which is really interesting. It's 
Yeah, it's perfect because yeah. the, on the other side, it's like you have you just you just painted and everything is done. You come last and paint it. Yeah, yeah. And on the other side, it's you start from scratch, mm -hmm. talk about everything, every aspect you want to talk about. Sometimes that's also super uh, super annoying and also super <laughs> intense, yeah. but it's it's worth it. Yeah. But th then you can decide. Yeah, you can just put the maximum out of everything, just not because of the building, also because of the painting, and mm -hmm. and that's I think if if both sides put put uh, put in uh, put work in the right direction, it's just like it can be so good. Yeah, yeah. It can be so much more than just a mural on the wall. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. You were doing some sculptures before, right? Like I saw that uh, last year you had a an, was it an exhibition or it was with a sculpture yeah, piece. Yeah, it was for uh, Wien Süd. The, uh, it was a big Gemeindebau. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there they, uh, they needed a sculpture for the aula for the for the big entry for the for the Gemeindebau. Uh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I loved it. And what was the material made out of? What did you use for the sculpture? Um, I don't know what the material actually was. It was like you notice uh, the, the the English word is betonplatten. Uh, the the German word is betonplatten. It's like yeah, yeah, it's concrete sheets. Yeah, like thick ones. Like how thick? About uh, yeah, I think about five two centimeters. centimeters. Oh okay. Yeah, right. concrete sheets. It, or it more builds plates, an, I guess. It builds an L actually. Oh okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's like. Like these old, uh, you know them from. Um, they use them in wars or to for the Berlin Wall or mm -hmm. something mm -hmm. like that to just separate maybe at the border two different areas or okay. something just to separate things. Mm -hmm. And in this kind of uh, process, I thought by myself that the, it's so difficult for for young artists to get walls and mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. And I just th thought by myself, I'm I'm gonna do my own one. I'm gonna do a wall on my own. Yeah. And I use a totally, a totally, um, a, a type of wall that's so mani manifested in the minds of people mm -hmm. for a bad thing mm -hmm. that I think um, it would be cool to to use it for a good thing. Yeah. 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 And not just in this traditional way, in a, in a stylish way. And yeah. I made it thin, thinner and more designy. Mm -hmm. And I actually just sketched it and they did it for me. Oh, wow. And then I painted on it. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's awesome. I, I really like it. Mm -hmm. it's, and it also works with the architecture because mm -hmm. when you're inside, it's super many staircases yeah. up, up there. Yeah. And it's like this overproportional figure like super stretched in mm -hmm. the air it's I, I really love it how high was the sculpture in the end i think it was almost five meters oh, okay yeah yeah quite big yeah it's quite big nice but they couldn't make it higher because of their you know the yeah. certain uh, laws inside yeah. did they have to bring it in like in pieces and then build it inside no it it's actually on rolls Oh okay. And they uh, they just rolled it in. Mm, all right. You can you could like flip you had, it, yeah. put it in, and then roll it. Oh, and okay. if they want to clean the whole thing up, they can <laughs> screw some rolls out, and yeah. then they're gonna roll to it roll on the it side. Out. Oh, okay. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> Why? Somebody's gonna roll it out. <laughs>
<laughs> Now they know. <laughs> They're gonna roll. They can take it home. <laughs> yeah, it's super heavy, actually. Yeah, I'm they sure. They put uh, sand sacks in it. Yeah. And it's super heavy. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. You can. Don't climb it, but you can. <laughs> you can. Yeah, yeah. Just imagine that you can. Yeah. You should have brought it in with this mm. car that you used in this parking lot. You know, this car that you built. Yeah. You should have just rolled it in with that. I sold it to Serbia. To the country of Serbia. Yeah, because uh, they uh, they shipped it there. Oh, I really? I think it didn't survive. <laughs> the shipment? Said, he, said, he said to me, uh, I'm going to put this right to Serbia. <laughs> And I said, really? Why, why, why do you wanna, don't want to keep it? Nobody cares. Do you care about the car? <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, but he was just interested in the car underneath. <laughs> he was just like, he don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I lost it. Lucille was her name. Oh, Lucille. Um, Have you been to the U.S.? I've been there. I was pretty young. Actually, I was 14. But I also told you before, I'm, I, I grew up in the Alps and snowboarding and skateboarding was a huge part of my youth and uh, young adult uh, time. And uh, we, I went there when I was 14, 15 mm -hmm. with my parents and we just made this... Uh, this uh, totally touristic west coast trip from oh, cool. san francisco to las vegas oh wow cool and it was just like it was the best time did you go surfing i didn't okay. surfing was later oh, okay yeah right. but i i just uh yeah you know skate shops and stuff yeah of course and, yeah i mean las vegas is uh, is uh even when you're young it's just a whole nother level because yeah. we had a roller coaster right and in our hotel yeah i've, I've been to that hotel before i've you driven did, that really? yeah i've been to vegas three times i think in the, in the past only for three days or so because you can't if you're there any longer mm -hmm. then you're broke and you just get sucked in but Yeah, I was in this same hotel. I think it was a New York hotel or something. I can't remember if it was a New York hotel. But it has like also on top like the Eiffel, the Eiffel Tower and all yeah, that shit. It's yeah, like, yeah, it's, it a, it's huge. I mean, you're inside and it feels like it's never daytime or nighttime. It's yeah, just it's crazy. constantly one time. My brother and I, we're two years apart, one and a half, something about that. And he, he and I, we were just like walking around in this hotel. And it was like, you couldn't imagine even... A theme park in Europe be like that crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. It was so extreme. Everything yeah. was so extreme. Yeah, I remember it was expensive though. That they really charge you up the ass for that. Yeah, for that I, ride. I didn't care about yeah, that. But yeah, but you were like sixteen. Yeah, but fifteen. Yeah, I, I was, I was pretty, I was pretty happy with the whole trip because there was everything, you know, from yeah. Grand Canyon to everything you saw in the books. Yeah. Mm -hmm. was in real life there that's awesome so many funny stories I can tell it's so good <laughs> my, my father was driving um, with us the ro riding with us the roller coaster and he was um, he's getting a stiff neck from it because <laughs> of the rotation of one of the loops uh, and he had to drive 3000 uh, kilometers back to the and he was always like Look Turn left that way, and yeah. We left our asses <laughs> off. It was, I mean, you're just in puberty, just a stupid <laughs> asshole. And everything was so fun, you know. Everything was so fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had so much fun there. That's it was awesome, awesome, man. Yeah. yeah. What was your first ex impression of uh, of California and stuff? Did you ever think like, man, I want to, I want to move here when I'm older or anything like that? Or no, not like that. It was more like uh, I just. It was just one big postcard for me mm. all the time because everything was so surreal because yeah. in my in my imagination I didn't really saw people actually yeah. because everything was just 
focused on the landscape mm-hmm. all the time and on the buildings and mm-hmm. stuff. And we this was such a huge road trip. I think I let me lie, but it's I think about three and a half or a thousand kilom- kilometers yeah. to, to get this. And yeah, that's a long yeah. Yeah, it's a long, it's, a long it's a long road trip, yeah. and we were just driving and stopping there, stopping there, and it was all based on tourist attractions, of course, but everything is so big and wide. Mm-hmm. You lose the perspective to see people. Yeah, yeah. Because I come from, I grew up in a really small valley. Yeah. And now everything is so wide and wide so and open. Yeah, and, and all of a sudden the sky is there, right? Like, yeah. fuck, there's a fucking sky. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, the sky in Tirol is also beautiful, yeah. but the the thing that in America is like everything is just double as big as yeah. you get it in Europe. It's <laughs> just like half price, but double as big as it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I ordered a, a king-size meal and at, at, I don't know what it was. It was a Burger King or something, some of the brands. And I was like, I can't even eat it. <laughs> it's too much. I mean, the cup yeah. of the fries was so big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like we two had liters. to share it for four people. Had to share this. <laughs> it was so big. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And then I said, I want a big cup of, uh, of, of Coke because I, I said... Yeah, yeah, I want to, because large in Europe is yeah. half a liter yeah. max. Mm-hmm. And I got, I think it was almost two liters. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> I couldn't even hold it. Yeah, Man, yeah. It was so big. It was like a whole <laughs> bottle of Coke. I loved it. This was like, this was the first impression. Yeah, yeah. And then you get this whole skate shoes. Yeah, They're yeah. not even out in Europe yet. Yeah, that's the best, right? And they cost half the price yeah. of it. And my mom yeah. just said, yeah, go. Mm-hmm. Treat yourself. Get, it, get, get, it. get, get some yeah. shoes. And I really, yeah, of course, they cost 20 euros. Yeah, if you, yeah. yeah it was crazy. Yeah, that's awesome. I was also a skateboarder around this time, too. I remember that time. It was like, it was probably the, some of the best times of my life skateboarding. And now doing um, street art, it's the only thing now that gives me that same feeling in a different way, but the same. Like being outdoors, sometimes with your friends, learning new tricks, like, on the wall, like, and then leaving with like this this accomplishment at the end. Like, yeah. the skating was was that when I was younger, but now it's it's street art because I don't skate anymore, obviously. But I I loved it, man. I remember going on road trips or driving and and looking out the window and just imagining tricks or imagining the rails, like how it would slide that and shit like that. Uh, yeah, a long time ago, but yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, just related to to art now. Yeah, that's uh. The only thing that gives me that same feeling. And I realized that when I started to do more street art, like this is the feeling that I missed, you know, like that I hadn't done in many years. Like, mm. I think I, I think I, uh, I totally understand what you mean. But for, for me, it was more like I didn't, I didn't know even the, the places or something. This was like discovering a whole new world and mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. But the thing with, uh, with America was I, I even played this video game called Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Everybody knows it. Yeah, yeah. And we just had that Mm -hmm. on the PlayStation One. I I was, I didn't have on my own. I was playing with a by a friend, Mm -hmm. and I know the places from the video game. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And if I play today, Mm -hmm. these are pixel graphics. You cannot even think. Yeah, "Yeah, it's this (laughs) Venice Beach. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But if 
if I was there, I was totally, I, I totally knew, okay, there's this bench, I know there's something, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it's I a, know what you mean. And it was totally, in San Francisco also, this, this, the steep rides and stuff, it was just like, I, I was, uh, th that's why I say it was like a postcard, because I all, uh, I just got it in my head, mm -hmm. and, I, and only from books, mm -hmm. because internet was no thing at that point. Yeah, yeah. And then I was, yeah, and it, it was just awesome. And yeah. I totally know what you mean with this, uh, I, I feel that too, with, uh, yeah, skateboarding is that, I, I think I got more more attention to to snowboarding mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. it was so present in my youth. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, and then it was yeah, and 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 painting. Also, I think graffiti was was the that's the thing where I just I I felt that freedom mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to do what I want. Yeah, and in snowboarding, it's also so creative and yeah. so free. And it's a solo thing. You do yeah. it on yourself. Like it's all up to you. you know, yeah, it's like this is. With the support of the crew, you know, yeah, you yeah. Got, if you do something great, everybody's yeah. cheering and yeah, stuff. Exactly. And that's the same thing the in, same. in arts too. Exactly, you know? especially with street art and, and yeah. graffiti. Yeah. Were you doing letters when you're doing graffiti, or were you doing characters? Just more? letters. Oh, okay. Yeah. But not Golov, like a different different names. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not. mention Yeah. No. No. We won't mention it. But I just <laughs> I was just wondering if it was like the same name. Yeah. It was. It was. Yeah. That it's a different name. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. It was super cool. Actually, it was the best time. Yeah. Yeah. But what kind of styles were you doing then? Were you doing like like styles or? Were yeah, more like uh, like readable styles or bubble styles, something mm -hmm. like that. More more like classic nineties uh, two thousand graffiti. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Mm -hmm. When did you start that? Like, do you remember when you started going around and fucking with graffiti? Yeah, I started with a friend of mine in, in uh, 2000 and uh, he, he showed me, he was he introduced me to this. <laughs> I even remember when I was walking with my first sketchbook to my friend and mm -hmm. he was already doing it and he was al already um, in my small valley town. He was already known as a good uh, mm -hmm. drawer and stuff Yeah, and had small commercial... Success. Uh, success, yeah, yeah. walls and uh, little walls that are painted something like House Marianne or something yeah, on the yeah. walls. Mm -hmm. And I was, uh, I, I knew that he was into graffiti or spray, even spraying. I didn't mm -hmm. know what graffiti was at mm -hmm. that point. And I'd started to sketch small letters and stuff and styles and panels. Mm -hmm. And he, yeah, and uh, I walked to him and ringed at his door and said, would you like to look at my sketchbook? And he was like, yeah, of course. He skipped through it and then, yeah, pretty nice job. And he gave it back to me and I said, thank you, and that's it. And so, so it started. It was super cool, actually. And yeah. we're best friends, you know. Yeah. It's just like, we, yeah. And he's super into... Uh, uh, like what is it called uh, a stage painter like Bühnenmaler oh uh, yeah like um, uh, like set design like props like yeah props but the, 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 the traditional way like he really paints like three dimensional backgrounds for backgrounds plays and for stuff. theaters yeah. and stuff and he's super <laughs> sophisticated and really successful with it mm -hmm. and he just started to 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 be the chef in in his in his um, in the painting section of the theater. Wow! And, and I'm yeah super proud of what he become, and That's he's awesome. also super proud of what I've become, and we are just we we hook on each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
That's cool. Man. Yeah, I remember that. So, so you know, when you think about uh, when yeah. you think about uh, certain things in the past mm -hmm. that are so crystal clear. Yeah. Because yeah. these were so direct and real moments. Yeah. Yeah. Not like moments where you focus really strong, but but moments where something lies on the edge mm -hmm. and you feel it. Yeah. And this was also. You know, exposing yourself in this way, showing somebody the first time a sketchbook that nobody saw yeah, before yeah. is a really intense moment. Yeah, exactly. And I remember that moment. For him, it was also, he felt yeah. that moment too. Yeah, yeah. He was also like, yeah, cool. Yeah. I really loved it that you showed it to me. And yeah. uh, we had, and after that, it was just on. That's awesome. I mean, we spent, I think, six years just sitting next to each other on the couch sketching wow that's awesome. like <laughs> there was nothing to do everybody was just getting shit faced and yeah. we compared that with a drawing mm -hmm. yeah you know it's <laughs> yeah, just yeah. It, it was exactly. it, it was an awesome time actually and so when did you start doing characters on the wall I started this in Vienna, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I started. Said, I, I started to do two characters in in yeah when I when I was right at the beginning of university. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. I think characters were always a thing. Yeah. But the spe uh, specifically the Golf character was developed. I think two two thousand and fourteen. Mm -hmm. I made my first sketches in this direction, and then I. I immediately learned, um, I, I immediately was connected to Peter mm -hmm. and he said, I love that shit. You should dig deeper. Yeah. Yeah. And he, uh, promoted it. That's so cool. He had somebody there to, yeah, to push was, you in that he direction. He pushed me really hard. That's and awesome. That, is, that was really awesome. That's and really I, special, man. Yeah. Because not many artists have that. You know? Yeah, we found each other. Yeah. Yeah. And he was also, he always says, I'm so glad I found you. And I always say, I'm so glad I found you too, man. That's really sweet. Yeah. It's <laughs> really nice. Yeah. But I remember, uh, so these ones that you painted on this, uh, I forgot what street it's on, but it's on these garage doors, on this beige garage doors. Yeah. So this is around that time, right? Like yeah, 2014 yeah, or so. That's the time, yeah. Yeah, because I moved here in 2014, and I remember seeing those. So it must have, this must have been some of the first ones. Yeah, this was. Uh, I think this was one of the first exhibitions in the garage from mm -hmm. this. Um, um, I think his name was Toyna. Okay. And his he got this huge garage in uh, the sixth um, district. Yeah, in the sixth district. Where yeah. he parks his cars. Oh, okay. And uh, he said um, uh, he would like to have uh, something on the uh, garage doors mm -hmm. and we could make uh, for the opening of the garage doors, we could make an exhibition. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And so everything came together. Hmm. I mean, it's I, di I really didn't know how it really come together. Yeah. But uh, the thing, sometimes it is like it is. You yeah, know? true, true. There's this opportunity and this opportunity, and sometimes it works out, and mm -hmm. sometimes it don't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's always it's so crazy. Even if you got your name and stuff, and you do th so many things, there are always these points of disappointment where you just put so much work into things, and they don't come out. Yeah. Or they don't come out as you think. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's i think that's the that's the main part that's the diff, most difficult part to be an artist actually yeah you have to learn how to deal with these and yeah. and, and keep moving because this can be either really devastating 
or it could just be another speed bump on your way, you know? Yeah. And it's yeah. really hard to deal with. I mean, I deal with that quite a bit, and I think a lot of artists do. It's really natural. Yeah. But it's, yeah, if you're not used to it, I think a lot. that's why a lot of artists quit when they just start working in Billa or, or something like this. So yeah, they do, yeah, of course. Or they do art on the side because they feel like, yeah, they, they don't, they're never, never going to get that thing, but that thing is only comes with mostly luck, I think. Like creative, you stumble on some, stumble onto something that all of a sudden is like, that's it. And, yeah. and you, no matter how much you think that might be it, it, you're always trying to convince yourself over and over again that it's it because sometimes it doesn't feel like it's it. I don't know if that makes sense a lot, but I, I think it makes totally sense because the the thing is the main thing is what I think is that uh, people think it's it's just difficult when you're at the beginning of something. Yeah, it's not mm -hmm. because I think that even like the most successful artists, they also get punched in the guts yeah 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 but it doesn't hurt so much because they got a lot of puffer because <laughs> yeah. they got this financial background and stuff because they sold a lot of it yeah and they also got this um they got this feedback from the community and they already have their fan base and mm -hmm, stuff mm -hmm. and it's not that hurtful yeah yeah but they also they all get mm -hmm. their downsides you yeah. know what i mean yeah yeah and the thing is it's just when you it just hurts so much when you're at the beginning of something. Of course. And so I just, uh, yeah, people should always dig deeper. Yeah, yeah. Even if it hurts. It's just, I mean, it sounds really ch cheesy, but yeah. it's, it's just like everybody <laughs> fell on their nose and you yeah. just have to stand up again. That's the artist's thing, I guess. It's just a professor of mine said at the first lecture I had, said... Um, Welcome to the toughest job you ever have. <laughs> That's one hundred percent true. And he's 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 right because it's a first it's a job. Yeah. And second, it's it's super tough, and mm -hmm. nobody gives you credit for it because everybody say, "Yeah, then go and work something uh, normal." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Go and learn something, do something good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nobody needs you. Yep, yep. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. And there's always this fine line of, of doing art that you love and that you really feel connection to. And for some whatever reason, maybe you don't understand it, but there's something like, like I love to paint these robots, for example. Like, this is the direction I want to go, but society or other, this is not, they don't care about fucking robots. You know what I mean? It's like, this is something that you have to show them you have to put so much passion into it to where other people, it it absorbs into other people in a way. Do you know what I mean? So like, of course, yeah. you have to throw so much love and passion into that to where when they see it, they're like, I don't know why, but I love this. And it's like, yeah, because there's so much fucking love radiating out of that shit, you yeah, know? Yeah. But it's hard to do. It's really hard to do because you get so uh, deterred a lot, you know, kind of uh, swayed in a way when, when you're not getting that love immediately, you know? And so it's really easy to be like, uh, maybe I'll just go paint Mickey Mouse. I don't know. People like Mickey Mouse, you know, because you're not only are you you're trying to express your love, but you're always trying to get love in return, at least in my case. Like, I feel like there's this this balance that you try to, to find. Like, how can I please the people in a way? Like, can I can I express myself and they like it? And also express myself, and I like it. Mm. If that makes sense. But, mm. 
Yeah, it's a it's a weird it's a weird profession we're in, I guess. Yeah, it's a weird profession. <laughs> it's true, but it's the most fulfilling actually because when you decide once you want to do this, there's nowhere back actually because I think, yeah, I couldn't imagine to to do something else. Yeah, to go work at Villa or something. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't. <laughs> I think it's just like yeah. This, I mean, the, the, it's so far off. Now. Yeah, exactly. I know what yeah. you mean. I mean, when you haven't worked <laughs> like for someone in a in a job that it has no soul in it, you know, like because I worked for UPS for like eleven years, you know, yeah, delivering you packages. That, yeah. yeah, and like, yeah, it was work. It was work. Yeah, it was work, and I didn't have to worry about. If somebody liked my delivery that I made, <laughs> you know, if I mean, like, I just had to make sure the package was there and my job was done, you know. And but there's no soul in that, you know. Yeah, like I yeah. felt like it was just eating me up. And uh, to go back to that is just, I would rather just die with the paintbrush in my hand than than live like living some making money for somebody else and living somebody else's dream. It's just yeah, that's good. I don't, at least. I say that now, I mean, I don't know how, if I ever have a child or something, I'm sure it's going to be like, okay, now I have to make some sacrifices and, you know, maybe I have to put this G-string on and go hit the streets and see what kind of money I can make. <laughs> but, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like things change in life, but I will always, I think it's our job as an, as an artist to to take those challenges and and make it, uh, make it into our art, to make it work, you know? Because yeah. once you choose that path, it's like you have to be all in or... Or forget about it, you know. Yeah, you're never yeah. Or do maybe it. just the thinking process changes, not the profession. You know what I mean? That maybe, maybe this all comes together to a certain amount of uh, of of laser punctuality mm -hmm, mm -hmm. with a, think, a thinking process. So you you just decide to do different things or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like different I, ways to make money. You mean? Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean. Like uh, doing workshops, for yeah, example. Like sometimes art, it's just the headspace that makes the difference. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think as long as you're in that creative field, I mean, that's what I'm planning to do now with the space is to do more workshops and stuff like this to try to keep the space going and to keep my studio, which I love. You know, it's way bigger than I need, but it's, uh, I love the space. And uh, as long as I'm doing, I'm making money in a creative way, in the creative field, I feel like I'm not, um, I'm not selling out to myself or I'm not giving up on myself, you know? Yeah. But um, the whole reason, I didn't move to, to Vienna to to work a nine to five job somewhere, you know, like I moved here, I moved to Europe to to give myself no other option but to to do art, you know, and no matter how difficult it is. And I mentioned it before. I I worked ten years on construction side, really like intense works, working hours, and really physical jobs and stuff. And I also said to myself, I don't want to do this again. Yeah. But I transformed it in a way, and I just used it you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. used the time that i had there and just transformed it into my art that i into this what i wanted to do yeah and i just wanted i also said to myself i'm never going to do this again never going to do this you never know if you're going to do it again or something like that yeah, you know yeah. if times are shitty times are shitty you yeah, can't exactly. change yeah but the thing is i i also tried it in vienna mm -hmm. on 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 construction construction side. yeah and it's so different to tyrol mm. And it's not, I, I wouldn't say it's it's worse or better. It's just like, it felt the same in mm -hmm. a way, but mm -hmm. the environment is so different. Okay. I couldn't do it. Okay, yeah. I had to try it 
to do something else and mm -hmm. yeah and I tried it and it was awesome actually because yeah. it was yeah if you just think that it it's not gonna change it it, it will it it won't yeah 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 exactly so yeah yeah this and if you start thinking about I don't want to do this again yeah it's already a step in the wrong direction <laughs> yeah. if you ask me so yeah. I, I'm just that's not true. thinking about it that's true yeah. yeah yeah you never know what's gonna what's gonna happen in the future and yeah it's all about the attitude really about the attitude that you that you come with it I mean the shittiest mural that you have to do is only as shitty as the attitude you bring to it you know what I mean like you can do I mean, you can do a mural that you're not super happy about, but you need to do it for the money, for example. And yeah, it might be shitty, but the sooner you get it done, the sooner it's over. Just go at it, knock it out, and just keep on moving. You know, it's, yeah. it's like anything else. So it's, yeah, it's life. <laughs> it's life, right? And they're also, yeah, you can do commercial things that are awesome. Yeah. I just yeah. learned to do that, actually, yeah. because I just, I, I'm, 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 I'm cool with commercial if they are cool with my artwork. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And if they understand what I want, there's no problem. What is the, like, how do you approach that? Like, if somebody comes to you for, for doing a mural, like, how... Yeah, they ask me on... Yeah. on uh, they, they write me a mail or something or to the office. Mm -hmm. And then um, they uh, talk to Peter first. Mm -hmm. And then they talk to me, maybe. Or maybe later or something, and yeah. we discuss it, and he will say, "Hey, there's this and this, and we we talk about it. If this is this cool or something like that, mm -hmm. and then uh, they they we meet mm -hmm. in the best ways, mm -hmm. and then they say what they want, and if we feel that they feel us, yeah, we're good. Mm -hmm. But in most ways, it's just uh, we we're really really consequent about stepping left or stepping right you know mm -hmm. it's just like we got our focus yeah and we are not uh, we don't want to change that you're talking about like the design or yes the, we yeah. don't there's no compromise there's no compromise with i give them the sketches mm -hmm. and if they like it they like it but we are not going to write coca-cola on the yeah. front head yeah. of the character mm -hmm. that's not mm -hmm. happening mm -hmm. but if they feel it mm -hmm then we're good good to go yeah but uh, this is sounds really cocky mm -hmm. but it's the only way to protect what you love yeah yeah and that's and we do that yeah yeah and i say we because uh <laughs> he's also really protective about it because he knows what what's there yeah yeah exactly yeah that's uh I, I struggle sometimes with even right now I just had this this meeting today I probably should cut that part out but um, I struggle sometimes with uh, <laughs> I love it I love it <laughs> I, I imagine you are talking like the perfect lines and just cut all the bullshit out and I'm just talking bullshit for two no, and a half no, hours no 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 trust me we're both gonna sound like like Shakespearean poets awesome, awesome. that's what I want to hear um no, but I struggle a lot with uh, with work. You know, of course, every job. I've talked about this, I think, with also with Paul uh, Reedmula, and you know, there's jobs where people come to you and they have, they just love your art and they want you to do this, and they're going to pay you a shitload of money, or not a shitload of money, but the right amount of money um, to do it. You know, like this is what it's worth, and they understand that, and they're willing to pay that money. It's no problem. Then you get uh, jobs where 
yeah, I have this wall. Um, you can paint whatever you want. I'll pay all the materials. Maybe some of the work time. Um, yeah, this building is only going to be here for about a year, but maybe we want something cool in this in this establishment while it's open. But the budget is super low. You, you, of course, you have the, the material painted, but you get to uh, paid for. But you get to pay. You get to paint whatever you'd like to paint. It's totally your idea. Nobody's. You don't have to send in a submission. This is the sketch. Then they say, "I want this change," and then send it back. None of that bullshit. It's just when you, you know, it's your time. It's that stuff. And there's, there's a, there's always both. You know, it's it comes and it's always. It's hard for me to to juggle both of those because of course, yeah. I just want to paint. You know, I want to I want to have the opportunity to paint. They come to you with like oh, it's a good promotion that bullshit kind of line, but could be a good promotion but you know it's also a lot of work you know it's and the promotion isn't guaranteed but the money should be so yeah it's something that that I always think about but uh, what do you think about that I think it's it's it depends you know if, uh, if for instance this Agrarspeicher uh, I didn't get a lot of money for it you mm -hmm. can imagine it's mm -hmm. because the owner said it's a good promotion yeah but he said, you can put on it what you want. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I said, that's a good promotion for me. Yeah, yeah. Because I wanted to have a um, promotion. You know, when, when, you, when you can, if there's a painting on the wall that lasts for a year, mm -hmm. because if the building gets uh, ripped off or yeah. something, you, mm -hmm. can, you can, if the painting is not what you think or what you like, then mm -hmm. it's not a good promotion because mm -hmm. you don't see yourself painting that fucking painting on the wall for seven years on canvas yeah. after all yeah yeah and that's like that's the worst you can do actually mm -hmm, mm -hmm. of course people gonna know your name and stuff but yeah. is it gonna push you further i yeah. doubt it because yeah. the, the the process is at this point of time you think this is an awesome painting and mm -hmm. you would like to have it on the wall yeah you cannot say if this is like in, in seven years, years or, yeah, or yeah. something the best painting you ever painted. No, yeah. it's not. It's gonna be like yeah. it's going to be on your nerves. Yeah, of, of course it yeah. will. Yeah, because you're a creative mind and you like always, always processing, evolving, yeah. always processing. Mm -hmm. And I think the best wall is the wall that you choose, mm -hmm. not that somebody comes up with. Mm -hmm. Hey, there's a wall. You can do it. Mm -hmm. If I feel a wall, or I think there's a wall that's calling inspiring your name. to yeah. me, mm -hmm. I'm gonna try everything to paint that wall. Yeah, yeah. And even if I pay for it, yeah. yeah. But the whole process is way more fulfilling mm -hmm. than just doing what other people think would be nice for you. Yeah, yeah. Because it's never nice for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Even if they pay you. Yeah. It's like, okay, you come up with that shit. Mm -hmm. I didn't want it. Yeah, yeah. And it's in the other way, I know what you mean with painting. Mm -hmm. I just, I feel that too. I want to mm -hmm. paint. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I want to do that. Yeah. But it's way more satisfying or, or healthy for me to paint in my studio yeah. things that I want mm -hmm. than painting something that somebody says, wouldn't that be nice for you? <laughs> yeah. And that's that the thing, sense. and that's I just choose my walls. Yeah. Okay, this sounds already really cocky. But no, it doesn't sound cocky. It but sounds I, totally. I really, I really want to, I really want to pick walls that, that I like. That they call there's certain walls that um, that that are asking for your artwork. In yeah. other words, so like 
you don't choose your walls. Actually, your artwork is the one that's choosing the walls, and you know exactly where it's going to fit, and that totally makes sense. And I'm always super happy if somebody calls me and says, hey, man, I got something for you. Look at this. How do you yeah. like it? Yeah, yeah. And in the best ways, mm -hmm. I instantly feel that wall, and I yeah. say, that's a nice wall. I yeah. love it. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah let's yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah. But in, uh, there are also ways where I say... Uh, it's not gonna happen. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. And then he's gonna say, "Why? This is an awesome wall. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's an awesome wall, <laughs> but it's gonna last half a year. I'm gonna put a lot of work in it yeah, till it's yeah. looking mm -hmm. great." Yeah. And I'm sorry. Yeah. And there's mm -hmm. also this point of, is it necessary to mm -hmm. do it mm -hmm. for half a year, yeah. or is it necessary to? Of course, it's always necessary. As an as a young or as an artist. It's always necessary to do things. Yeah, it's yeah. always, and you can't say no. But mm -hmm. it's all also important to evolve and to to say no to certain things. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, I just I think it's uh, if I like it, I like it, I do it, mm -hmm, and if mm -hmm. I don't like it, I I just it's not gonna happen. Yeah, and it's it's the same thing with paintings or commercial th things like or small paintings or small walls for shops and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. If I love it, I if the owner is cool and yeah. we're vibing. Yeah, yeah. Cuz otherwise it's going to be shit. Yeah, anyways. yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's 100% true. And that's the and then it's going to be not forever. Yeah. Cuz otherwise it's forever. You <laughs> yeah. know what it is? <laughs> yeah. He's going to tell his grandchildren about it. Yeah, and everybody take photos in front of it. Hey. And yeah, yeah. If it's great, it's great, <laughs> you know. And yeah, that's yeah. that's uh, I'm searching more for that. Yeah. Because Time is short, mm -hmm. yeah. And I really, uh, I'm really um, focusing on that. Yeah, that makes I, sense. I, I really like to work for myself mm -hmm. if I, if I can choose. Yeah. And if if there's bigger walls, I'm more in a way on the search for really big walls mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. really big projects. Yeah. But this takes a lot of time. Yeah. And there's also a certain amount of. Um, luck to it yeah yeah and I just yeah I'm just focusing on that mm -hmm. I I leave the small walls f uh, I, small walls in Vienna for uh, on the side you yeah. know what I mean <laughs> yeah I'm making this apostrophe yeah. signs now <laughs> small walls but the, yeah. the thing is I just I really want to do more in this land art mm -hmm. direction What do you mean by land art? I think this Agrarspeicher is also a mural, which is more in in the way of land art. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Because it takes the whole surrounding yeah. with it. Yeah. And it's so freestanding there, and it's and totally also the flat mural, like the yeah. observer. It's also like you got this different climate zone, climate mm -hmm. zones mm -hmm. in it, because when you're standing on the black surface, mm -hmm. it's like really hot, mm -hmm. and you're standing on the forehead of the on the observer. It's re it really got cold, really, because of the whiteness wow. of the. Yeah, it was awesome, hmm. and it's this moon Martian surface, yeah, and all the. By the way, it was biological color, so mm -hmm. it was with no pesticide and mm -hmm. no 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 chemicals inside. That's good to know. Yeah, yeah awesome. just want to say that because yeah. nothing in the ground got dirty, was Gets destroyed. Totally, yeah, totally biological. Wow. And I just and they mixed it on, uh, especially for me. Murexin mixed the colors especially for me. Awesome. To, yeah, golf black and golf white. We loved it. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, Th thank you so much. By the way. <laughs> and they were like, and we just. I just walked from black to white mm -hmm. 
and the, the climate change. And I really want to do more like that. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Because it's more, it's so much more fulfilling to get a, to look behind the painting and yeah. to look behind the process and mm -hmm. also think about things more like this. Yeah. And also do, yeah, paint huger things or yeah. just even if if they're smaller, mm -hmm. just to to evolve a, a certain process of thinking. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, How that's what I think about uh, commercial and not commercial. Yeah. Thank you, man. That's really enlightening for me, definitely, because I I think about that quite often, but. How was I was I'm curious about the the ground of the observer like how was the texture of the ground was there a lot of super shit? flat oh, okay so there was nothing like really like yeah. dips and there was anything. one little space like a 10 to 10 meters with a split like okay a, like a crack or no what is it called split is it as a shotta Okay. Yeah, um, it's lo small stones. Oh, like, okay. Like a you. dirt road or ah, something yeah, yeah. like mm -hmm. the small mm -hmm. stones. I don't know it in English. Yeah. So it's just a it's pebble pebble. Yeah. Pebble. And if you go, stones. if the wind turned the stones, and so the color is gone. Yeah, yeah. So he, he has you, this blank space here. Looks like a little scar underneath or the right eye. Underneath the right yeah. eye. Yeah. <laughs> so, but this was also. Uh, the, the, I think the whole thing was meant to age. Yeah. Because when you type in at uh, Google Maps mm -hmm. and put on satellite view, mm -hmm. you can type in Golif mm -hmm. and it will f show you directly to the observer. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, and then um, and they change it every year, mm -hmm. I think. And you can watch him the get progress, older. <laughs> yeah, he's he's in pretty away. good shape, yeah, yeah because okay. of the nice surface. The it's nice, uh, like okay. it's really flat uh, concrete. Wow. Yeah, super flat. Awesome. Yeah. They build a fantastic skate park there. Right by it? Right by it. Oh, cool. Huge. Nice. They did an awesome job. Wow. Wow, that's such a great skate park. Man, I, growing up, did you have skate parks? Or was it... No. Because I didn't have skate parks either. We no, were like no. skating on like Apoteca front, like in the in the parking lots and getting kicked off by policemen. That, yeah, we didn't get kicked off by police. We get kicked off by shop owners <laughs> yeah. or something. <laughs> but uh, we just had like pieces of wood to ollie over and something yeah like yeah really, same same yeah, yeah right we would, next skateboard yeah we would make our own like little boxes <laughs> yes or, yeah um yeah this euro pellets mm -hmm. like, yeah 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 we just put those up and yeah. then put a little if you you're really lucky if you could find like an l metal bar to put on the side or something then you're like fuck here we go yeah. it's like yeah this, this shit's yeah, on this go. shit's it's, on it's or somebody on. can make a rail like i had a neighbor whose father was good at welding and he welded us like a like a rail, wow. so we would like do board slides like in the in the street, you know. Just, yeah, that's awesome. But the the road that I lived on the street was really rough. Like it wasn't like smooth pavement. It was like if you fell, like my hands were always torn up, like on my palms and my and my elbows, and yeah. I would fall. Like it was like falling on like a cheese grater, you know, like wow. like every time. <laughs> but it was it, we didn't, you know we just didn't we tried it was more incentive not to fall you know what I mean what the cheese grater got me oh my god sorry sorry <laughs> oh my god when was the last time you skated like um, I just I push around with this skateboard just mm. like uh, from A to B okay yeah that's what I typically yeah, do now with my, I have my I my think board the last corner. time I get I I'm just old. Yeah, yeah, I, me as well. They have to tell I me. I feel it in my hips and in my knees and. The last, I, have have you fallen recently? Because I fell like about 
three years ago, I still remember that fall. Yeah, yeah. I was like, same here, Fuck. exactly same. Also, same time <laughs> amount and stuff. I fell on my. I, I think uh, before that, I fell um, five years ago on my ribs. I yeah. ran my elbow into my ribs. Yeah. I think I feel it today. <laughs> right now, I feel it when I think about it. And then I fell on my hip three years ago. Oh, this is really this is this is the old podcast. Yeah, here it comes. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah, I got. I I fell on my hip. Mm-hmm. Ah, my hip. And then it's it was I, it was over. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't walk for two weeks. Fuck. And then I was uh, I I just uh, discovered hockey for me, which is way more comfortable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. You have to wear all the pads and stuff like yeah, that. But yeah, but it's really rough sometimes. Yeah, of course it's yeah. hockey, man. Hockey yeah. was made to be fucking like yeah, yeah rough. That's yeah. not a. But I love it. I yeah. think it's it's the same amount of uh, self hate than skateboarding, <laughs> but with a with a whole bunch of people who yeah. think the same. Yeah, 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 for sure. And I I I discovered it at uh, I think it's also my my eighth anniversary of of anniversary, anniversary yeah. of, of of hockey I think. yeah wow cool yeah i started it in vienna and i really love it but skateboarding is uh, i think it's it's the most brutal sport you can choose i watch now like um i i watch um juxtapose no uh, thrasher magazine on um on instagram and they're always posting these great videos and i just i'm like fuck man you like saw the raw cuts I, the ones where they fall and stuff. You know this? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's called raw cuts. On uh, th that's how the, this. This is the point. Yeah. It's like the same. We got the connection to art again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You always see this wonderful painting. Yeah, yeah. And it's done. Yep. But, but you how don't it, see how they how built it. How it is made, you know? Yep. And at skateboarding, it's the same. The same thing. They get beat up in the, the street fucking like shit. crazy. And all you see is the landing. You see the landing one because that's the only one they want to show. But when you see the raw cuts, that's like. How did this guy walk away from that? Like, just one small step, and that guy's leg is broken. His he's fucked his head over. Like, and I remember, like, we were those guys. We were those kids. You know what I mean? We were out there just fucking jumping off the stairs. Like, we didn't give a fuck. You yeah, know? Yeah. It's like, and I can, you know, now being older, like, I can't even imagine even trying. I want to go out and and just do an ollie or do a kickflip and 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 roll around and do shit, but. Yeah, there's a but, difference now. But it's yeah, like, because the last time I fell, it's like I felt it, man. I was just rolling. I remember uh, we used to live a little bit further out in Strebesdorf. You know where Strebesdorf is? And uh, I would, from the BIM to the house, I would take my skateboard. And the way my skate my skateboard was just a little bit thinner than my truck. So my wheels stuck out just maybe one centimeter, like a half a centimeter out or whatever. I didn't really realize it at the time. And uh, from the sides, you know, and... I was just, I had my, my headphones on. I was just hauling ass, like just really just going down the street, no problem. And my back, my foot hit the back wheel. Oh, shit. And I went dead stop and oh, I went shit. forward and I just, I, it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I stood up and I was like, what the Scorp fuck happened? Scorpio. Really? And not Scorpio, luckily. It was more like, like I fell on my, on my wrist. Yeah. And my wrist, I mean, I felt like I broke something, but oh, I didn't God. break anything, but I was, I was fucked for like two months. Like yeah, yeah, my, my wrist was like not the same. Yeah, I couldn't, yeah. I mean, luckily it's healed and everything, nothing serious, but I will never forget. That. And then now it's like, 
shit, why does it hurt so much now that I'm older when I was and younger? that's the I point. You always skate with <laughs> this back thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the problem. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. You, it's, you it's, have to be able to forget that <laughs> shit, you know? Like, but yeah, and but I when think, you were younger, you, yeah, you could yeah. forget it, really. That's the difference. I think it's, it's like a piece of wood and a gummy bear, you know? It's yeah. just like you fell and then you jump back and then everything's good and now it's like everything is fucked up. Yep, you know? yep, yep. You can't, no wrong moves whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah, old man yeah that that those teen years man it was just like you were yeah like you said gummy bear man you would fall down you get up i remember i had like three elbows on one arm you know what i mean like i would just always hit the on, same, on the same this, spots yeah, yeah, and it was course, like yeah. it was like a bump there and yeah, i was yeah. like ooh, and it, it didn't matter though it's yeah, like and if you watch the professionals you only see if i mentioned before that the, the the raw tapes and then i thought by myself what they hit so hard that's crazy mm -hmm. he can ah He got, ah, he got a different clothes now. Oh, see, he come another day. Yeah. Oh, no. He come back another year because his, ha his hair's his grown. His hair's way longer. Yeah, yeah. And that's why, yeah, because they also, they're young guns, but yeah. they also, they give, they pushing it so hard. Yeah, they are. It's yeah. crazy. When the video is rolling, especially because it's like, now it's like the pressure's on. Like, we got the video here, we're ready to go. Are you going to do it? Are you going to do it? Try again, 20, you know, I mean, 20 times later, it's like, fuck, and then it lands, if oh, they're lucky. But it's some really amazing stuff. I, I love watching it. It's really inspiring, and it's like, it, you know, from the background that we come from, knowing how much it takes to get to that point, it's like, fuck. I mean, I grew up in a time where Chet Muska did a kickflip over seven stairs, and this, mm -hmm. was, this mm -hmm. was great. Yep. And they're Chad making, Musco is the uh, shit. They're making lip slides over the 20 staircases, like, or, the, or crooked, uh, some crazy <laughs> shit I can't even explain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I remember that. Just, they would take like a bench and they were just like, kickflip over the bench and you're just like, what the what fuck? The fuck? How the hell he get so high? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now yeah. he's doing a backside kickflip on, what the fuck? Nollying that shit? Like, yeah. and then now they're like, they're coming off of like two building roofs. And then onto a dumpster and then switch nolly <laughs> <heel> flip <laughs> into a dark slide or and something. The, and then they land and it's just pff, they yeah, just roll away. Great. And then they don't just roll away, but they roll away and on the way rolling away, they'll do one more trick. They'll just yeah, just one crazy. more kick flip, just just a little icing on the cake. Yeah, really crazy. It's amazing how, how much it's progressed. It's same as art, like how art has started with the like as far as the mural and uh, and street art uh, genre, like it's how much it's progressed from doing these walls to doing these massive buildings and like it's just it's a progression man it's taking it back to the art you know yeah yeah that's good <laughs> that's good but yeah I, I miss those I really miss those days of skateboarding when I was younger and just getting that that VHS tape of skateboarding like a like a chocolate video or something like plan B you know this these skate videos and watching the 411 man you would watch that shit you put that shit in the vcr and you're just like what the fuck and then rewinding it just trying to learn that trick now you just go to youtube but before you would wind that you would wind that that vhs down to like to its bare minimum you know and you're just analyzing everything it's crazy i mean we talked before because it's like we totally come from an area where a brand is something really special you know? yeah yeah And to protect this, and it's like really like sticker sessions and stuff. It's also like mm -hmm. the thing is, we I grew up in an area where you couldn't even we didn't have a skate shop. This next skate shop was like 
45 minutes or yeah. 30 minutes away or something mm -hmm. or one and a half hours with the bus wow. and um, yeah we had this catalog like this Titus catalog mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. came to every household yeah. like if you ordered it mm -hmm. one of my friends ordered it and then we sit together <laughs> and we were like and your your mom gave you like 50 euros to get to get one <laughs> pair of jeans or something and then yeah. you got your first dickies jeans yeah yeah and this was crazy you know and this is like yeah when i think back at these times like the now generation is like pretty much the same it's just like the brands have changed yeah yeah it's way more exclusive sometimes so mm -hmm. they got even more th they think more about investment stuff and and things but i think that the whole young generation if i see kids on the streets they're like yeah they're, they're thinking the same mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. like i think they're maybe a little bit more stylish than we were yeah i mean yeah It's not that difficult. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's like yeah, I I, I think it's in it's the same in art, you know. The the people are the people are more focused what mm -hmm. they want to do, and mm -hmm. there's so much there. Yeah. And you can you can just you can just pick what you want. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's also we we talked of before if 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 parents know what we did or something like that, it's not it's not that. It's not that easy for somebody from a different generation to think about things that's totally new for a, for a young gun. You yeah, know? yeah, exactly. And I think by myself, it's always the most important thing to is to think about uh, uh, not to think about the, the the whole next generation, just mm -hmm. to to imagine what he's going to think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. he or she, I'm yeah, just yeah. like no no gender at all. But yeah, yeah. If there's uh, If there, if you can just feel what 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 the person, the younger person feels, it's just like it's it helps you with your own work. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I think what you mean is uh, like tapping into being in this generation that we're in, but also being able to relate to to the new generation that comes in. Yeah. To not be also out of touch, but then yeah, as far as art goes, you know. But yeah, graphically, I think. I mean, I'm talking like I'm. 75 years old uh, yeah you're 76 but it's you know, yeah yeah you're almost there <laughs> but the, but the thing is i'm always i always come to points where i don't understand art yeah or i think there's there's not this this quality that i want mm -hmm. but that's me that's your opinion yeah and i think that's it's it's the same with everything else yeah. and maybe it's lit you know maybe that's yeah. awesome yeah yeah of course you don't maybe just because you don't understand it doesn't mean that it's not uh, it, like the hottest shit right now you yeah. know but it's it's like music in a way like when when the new hip hop came out like this kind of like it took me a while to get to the new style of hip hop that they have now you know and like now I, I like it and I, I use some certain rappers but it took me a while to get used to it you know coming from like the boom bap you know KRS-One fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. boogie down production shit and like and to now to like this uh, new SoundCloud type um Hip hop and a trap rap and yeah, kind of shit. Rap, yeah, yeah. But it took me a while to get into it. But you know, just because I didn't like it at first, and I knew that it's not that it's bad. It's just I'm old. <laughs> it's just it's not my taste. Yeah, that's the point. I think that's the, that's the whole thing because I I just maybe this pushes yourself. Uh, maybe I think 
if I if I listen to it and if I see it or something, that's why I did what, what I said before, because the inspiration is not from paintings or something. The inspiration is everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And if you let yourself dive into it, mm -hmm. then I'm like, yeah, I, I feel it. I totally understand it. And then it pushes me in another direction. Yeah. Maybe true. I don't like glitter. Mm -hmm. But maybe I'm using glitter now for backgrounds because <laughs> it's awesome. And somebody <laughs> told me it's cool to, and I saw it on this painting and I love it. Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Of course, of or course. Maybe I don't. Maybe I don't like this particular song, but Nicki Minaj is actually a wonderful freestyle rapper. Yeah, yeah, of course. So, and and that's the mm -hmm. thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah, because, and that's also the point. Maybe you get a you get a phase where you're doing totally commercial, pop cultural paintings mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but on the other side you're doing totally abstract uh, uh, really uh, really difficult paintings you yeah, know what yeah. i mean and yeah. nobody can understand them yeah and there's sure. always a different side to 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 to, to everything yeah exactly she, uh, she didn't start to to make features with justin bieber and yeah. singing uh, singing about uh, some some things that uh, has to do with her <laughs> I don't know. She's, her I love her. She's awesome. <laughs> yeah. No yeah. offense. She's of wonderful. Yeah, she, she listens to the podcast regularly. Yeah, so I don't okay. want to offend her, please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a barb, so it's good. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, I I just I just think there's so much if you think about artists in general, mm. it's just like there's so many different ways to do this. Yeah. And exactly. all these people there it only if you see them in the spotlight. With the with the high commercial and super selling album and stuff, yeah, they started somewhere. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And they got their they got their quality and their roots and stuff. Mm -hmm. And she's like, an, yeah, I say just with yeah. I take it with Nikki now because yeah, it's yeah. a good example. Yeah, yeah. But she's a crazy freestyler. Yeah, yeah. And she's a crazy rapper. She's mm -hmm. awesome. Mm -hmm. And she does her commercial things, and she does also her uh, cool things and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And she chooses whatever she wants. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the way to deal mm -hmm. with it. Yeah. If you want to do commercial, do it. Mm -hmm. But stay to your roots and yeah, do it like you want to do it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And if you want to do your own thing and without commercial, then do it. It's like, it's easy as that. Yeah. But the quality must be there. Yeah. Of course. Of yeah. course. If you're gonna do it, do it uh, with everything and not half-ass it. You know, That's, no matter what it is. Yes, it's like, yes, know. yes. And if you have a style that you can translate to to both commercial and your, you know, from your personal to commercial, then congratulations, then you, yeah, you got the golden ticket, man. Yeah, yeah. Just run with it. Yeah, but you gotta have bars. <laughs> you gotta have bars, man. <laughs> <laughs> cool, man. Is there anything else that you wanted to? Is there anything coming up that that? Uh, now that everything is open again, do you have an exhibition or another mural that you're really looking forward to? Or I think I'm painting two murals in uh, Vienna this year, 2021. Okay. 21, yeah. And no, I'm good. <laughs> I guess I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm doing that and everybody yeah. is welcome to watch them in real life. Are they big, really big ones? or No, they're, they're okay big ones. Okay. I think about 25 meters is the biggest one. Okay. I saw this one that you this um, this Golov that you painted on the brick between the buildings. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is on the off the girdle, right? Yeah. This um, this will be built up with a house probably, right? Or are they going to keep this open? You mean the the the, the pink one? The pink one. Yeah. Uh, this is going to stay. That's awesome. The 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 view from the from the U six. Yeah. 
is perfect yeah, to watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah. And I had this... Another one. Another one down yeah. there, because it's meant as a zoom. Mm. You drive with the car or with the U6, and then you, like, zoom into the face. Yeah, yeah. And the one was so close, the second one was so close. And I, yeah, I'm really sad about that. Then But we they got built, built the house over. really yeah. fast there. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was half a year or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's yeah. actually really fun to paint on bricks. Yeah, I like painting more on rough surfaces because I have so much more leeway and I, the texture just gives you so much more forgiveness. You know? Of course. So it doesn't have to be so ganal, so exact. So yeah. that you can, and you, it's just so much more fun for me, I think. And it depends. It's, I hate the surfaces that are falling apart where you can't even roll it, you know, when the paint starts coming off. But when it's a texture, like brick, that's yeah. beautiful. And it's also from afar, when you see it, it's almost skin-like mm -hmm. because it's got this bubbles and stuff. Yeah. It's like really, really not flat. You yeah, know? yeah. It's, I, I love it. Was that all with roller, the pink? No, one? it's with an, uh, this uh, like airless the spray, pistol. The spray, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's when you awesome. say airless pistol, is this the, like this machine that the compressor and it shoots the paint Yeah, out? it's without compressor. That's the oh, point okay. because it's called airless. Yeah, when you say airless, I'm like... Because uh, it works with under pressure. Sorry, I had to. You got it. And then it was as a, uh, it's more like a, it's without air. Okay. Yeah, it's stupid to say. It's hard. To, it's hard to because it's to work, imagine, it works with under pressure because it gets because it works with the vacuum. Oh, okay. In right. itself. I'm pretending like I understand, but it's like yeah, it, yeah. it's it's the future, it's, man. It's, it's, it's the future. Yeah, it's in itself because it's like pushing the color throughout the just with own pre the own pressure of the machine uh, so it's pushing it out with the machine so it's without air but it's pushing the pressure is pushing the like a spray can basically yeah like a spray can basically okay. yeah oh yeah. wow yeah and how much paint can you not like a spray can i'm sorry it's like <laughs> no spray can <laughs> spray can has the pressure in it already <laughs> i can't explain it either yeah it's it's yeah. it's technically yeah. awesome but how much paint do you, can you hold in this uh, i think you get half a liter or something or liter oh that's good yeah it's okay for, for big surfaces like this it's rather stupid yeah because it's you have really to keep refilling yeah, it refill, refill. And, and connects can, to it and, you, and connect it to a bigger to bucket the, or yeah so. to a bigger bucket and then and it sucks yeah, it in like yeah, this yeah. oh well that's also really it depends if you're how high you are so yes that's, that's cool, cool. but I you guess. can cover a lot a lot more area than with a spray can yeah that's cool and that's it's, awesome it's, it's it's such a it's a like a spray area of more than 50 centimeters oh or cool, cool yeah which is pretty cool that's a did you buy that no um, okay so i'm wondering how much something like that costs yeah i think i got sp uh, they sponsored me with this mm -hmm. i also don't know it but i think it's about i don't know <laughs> it's about, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. Under yeah. pressure. <laughs> I'm painting these uh, coat paintings a lot. I the did, ones in the long coat? Yeah. I you did it at the V Museum also. Yeah, I did that a lot, but now I'm, I think I'm a little bit over it. I will do them, mm -hmm. but not uh, as much as I did yeah. them before. You also painted this one at uh, your Nashmacht. I see when every time, every time I go to the floor uh, mod, the, the one driver. with the helmet, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's the story behind this one? There's uh, the ring is right next to this, mm -hmm. uh, like and also the Wienzeile mm -hmm. and Jochen Rind, 
mm-hmm. the famous ra- racing driver mm-hmm. learned his driving skills at the ring and at the inside. Oh, really? Yeah, and I'm a super big Jochen Rind fan. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. And uh, he's like, uh, he's he's a he was a super good good racing driver, mm-hmm. and I just. Uh, Put it there. Like an homage. Thinking, of. thinking about him yeah. and painting him <laughs> on the wall. And when so they like you just told them the concept like I want to paint because he was here and this is a perfect part. Yeah, perfect they didn't ask me. actually because oh, okay. they were like, yeah, you got this, you got this space, want to do something, yeah. and I just did it. Oh, okay, perfect. Was he Formula One or oh, this is before was Formula One? I guess. Oh, okay. I think he was also a short amount of time in rally, like this four-wheel oh, okay. drive. But I'm not. Uh, I'm not certain about that. There's a super interesting uh, docu series on Netflix called uh, "The Formula One." If you're into racing, whatever. But it's really I've already binge watched both episodes. Really, really, yeah, both, both uh, seasons. seasons. It's so good. It's so interesting. It's so it's so di- addictive, right? It's right. So, it's you, you, it's the, like you wouldn't expect the stories behind all these drivers and <sighs> and and the competition between the the different race teams and how difficult it is. I mean, is. they beat each other, right? Yeah, yeah, really. They they, they punch each other. They, yeah, yeah, they don't give a shit. Yeah, like they, crazy. it's so much. I mean, you have to imagine how much fucking adrenaline they have to. They had on a daily basis, like they're really just not daily basis, but you know, like for these races and the, it's all about the time and, and it's about the time. It's just about the time. Yeah. That's it. And it's all, and I think it's a, and it's all about the cliffhangers. <laughs> that for that show. Yeah. They, they make it so badly. No, it's they, crazy. They do a great job. <laughs> I mean, it's really, I, I really, I'm. I think if, when I when I built these these cardboard cars, I really thought of myself as a racing driver, mm-hmm. even when I didn't drive it on my own because I was already behind the involved in so much of the production and and uh, the the director always said you have to be here and we have to watch this and this mm-hmm. and Mark a really good friend of mine just was the racing driver mm-hmm. of the car <laughs> and I was really jealous but also <laughs> impressed yeah. You know, it's really yeah. difficult to be yeah. a good driver. Yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, and he he just drove like a maniac. <laughs> yeah. Do you do you drive? Like, do you have you? I don't know. Are you a fan of driving and stuff? Do you do this? No, I'm not a racing driver, but I, but I'm a proud uh, owner of a golden Twingo. So. Golden Twingo. Yeah. That sounds from what is this exactly? A Renault Twingo. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the smallest car you can imagine. Really? Yeah, it it sounds like. Familiar, but Looks like a giant steps out of a, a bug, <laughs> something like that. But it's golden and it's beautiful. Oh and wow! I love it. I have to see this. Yeah, you I, will. Yeah, I have to see this. this is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think uh, I got it for my. I think my father gave it gave it to me as a present for for being um, for being awesome, being being awesome <laughs> and being a magister now for for are. graduating. You get a twingo with. <laughs> 150,000 kilometers yeah. on it. <laughs> now, Twingo away! That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. That's good. Yeah. yeah, my father was a mechanic, and so oh, I, cool. I grew up on classic cars, and and because of that, I, uh, I, I learned how to drive every type of car, from stick to old beaters to, to, to Vipers, you know, these Dodge Vipers and wow. shit. Like, he would, he would, he had his own uh, shop, when we moved to Texas, he, he got his own uh, mechanic shop and he would have all kinds of uh, people bringing their cars in to get fixed and stuff. 
And if it was a really cool car, like he would drive it home sometimes, you know, and this is like test driving, you know, I'm, I'm driving it home, you see what's wrong with it exactly. And it would be like a Viper, or it would be like a, this really badass Jaguar or some shit. Wow. And then he would be like, give me the keys, he'll give me the keys. And he'll take me, he'll sit in the passenger seat and we'll drive um, around the streets. And I would be so afraid because I was like, this isn't my car and shit. And, and, uh, <laughs> and he would always do this where we would be at a stoplight, you know? Mm-hmm. And right when it starts to, right before it turns, right when it turns green, you know, because we don't have that yellow to green, like it's awesome here, but it's like red to green, he would just be like, punch it. He would just say, punch it. Oh, like a drag race or something? Yeah, he would just say, just. Pedal, like just take it all the way down because he wanted me to, f- to feel the power of the car and to wow. respect the car wow. and to to understand that this is fucking power and he would and I would always be shitting my pants you know and I'm just like fucking just going and then until I felt like I couldn't do it anymore and then I just let go and he'd be like yeah you feel that shit <laughs> I'm like yeah and I from that I learned how to how to drive you know and then driving for UPS for like 11 years Like, talk about careful driving. Like, they you would. You did it for 11 years? Yeah, they would Crazy. fucking. And they would quiz you. Like, they would come and sit in the truck with you and be like, they, they made you memorize, like, um, like these 10 commandments in a way of, like, to drive. And you had to memorize it and you had to tell them while you're driving in a way. So it was like, um, aim high in steering. You know, it was like number one. And uh, what does it do for you? Uh, You know, it gives you the full picture and all this shit, and you had to tell them all this shit, and like, uh, it, 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 it's, it was crazy. And from that, I've learned really how to drive carefully, you know, and and cool. and I always use that when I'm when I'm driving. It's almost like cutting your children with a cigarette and then just like let him smoke the whole package. <laughs> yeah. My my father, he had two Austin Healys when he was young. Oh wow. Twenty. Yeah, yeah. And he just. Um, couldn't sell him mm. out of emotional uh, ways and he just put them in boxes mm-hmm. in containers just, he just uh, no he just put everything in separate parts and put them in boxes wow okay. yeah and then he just rebuilt it three years ago mm-hmm. like he was he started 20 years ago mm-hmm. and he, he was finished I think four years ago okay. with the first one And now he's right in the middle of the second one, but the f- it looks like straight out of factory. Wow, that's amazing! And he's such he's such a perfectionist when yeah. it comes to cars and mm-hmm. like the, the the electric tree from the car and stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's, this car looks like straight out of the factory. I love that. Yeah, and it's beautiful. It's such a beautiful car. Yeah. And I also love. I think it's not more than. I, th- I respect the people that sits on the hot seat and drives an '80s. Uh, Formula One car, which mm-hmm. is suicide at its best. Yeah, no shit. You're on a and, rocket. Yeah, or on a rocket. Yeah, but I also like the shapes. Yeah. And I also paint them. I love the shape of cars. Do tell stuff. me about it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like I I miss that mm-hmm. uh, in a way, which is crazy because I never had it. <laughs> yeah. Because I just not grew up in this type of time. Yeah. In this spe- uh, specific time, mm-hmm. but I. I miss cars like this on the streets. Yeah, yeah. When so I see them, it's mm-hmm. like 
seeing a rare animal or something. Yeah, yeah, tell me about it. I'm always like turning my neck, like, like, like I said, since my father was a mechanic, I had all these, I saw all these cars and I love class. I found the artwork in these cars. I mean, they were just so beautifully made and constructed and the details were just so, and when you have someone who, who respects that passion, like my father would be able to see a beat up, like Mustang, like really just bare bones Mustang sitting in a field and he can see it finished. You know, and he would take it and finish it, and that's uh, that's amazing. When it was done, it was the, you wouldn't even be able to tell it was sitting in a field for twenty years or something. You know, it's like um, it's really an art form in itself. And of course, to to revive that, it's like it's like you're bringing back the dead. You it's know? crazy. And yeah, it's really cr- it's 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 intense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just you have you have to have dreams, right? That's true. That's yeah. true. We all have dreams. <laughs> some are cars, some are skateboards, some are yeah, whatever. That's it. Yeah, cool, man. Well, it was really a pleasure to talk to you. I think we should wrap it up around there. But is there anything else that you want to? I no, mean, besides I, the two murals? No, we're good. We're cool. Good. Yeah, I think no, no. I don't even want to talk about these two murals. <laughs> okay, good. Because I, it was nice to talk to you, not not just in a commercial way, just to talk to you. Just to shoot the shit, as yeah. we would say. And it was it was good. Yeah, I really do too. I think I've. Uh, it's cool not knowing someone at all, like literally four days ago, and uh, connecting with someone uh, in such different levels in such a quick time. Yeah, it's really awesome thing. Especially yeah. as you get older, it's so hard to find people that you can connect with, especially from different totally con- continents. If you yes. think about it that way. But uh, where can people find you online? Uh, they can find me on, uh, I think the, the Instagram is golf, at golf, golf and uh, the homepage is uh, www.golf.net. Cool. And if they want to write me, they can find it on the, on the homepage. Cool. And also on Facebook and stuff. It's ev- everything. Everywhere. So Just golf. look up golf. Golf.net. <laughs> cool. <laughs> you find me there. The world of golf. Yeah, you know. Cool, and man. Be a golower. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. perfect. <laughs> Great, man. It was really a pleasure, dude. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much. Bye, everybody. Hey, that was it. That was a whole episode. What are you still doing here? Well, since you're hanging around... Here's a clip of the next episode coming up in about two weeks. Yeah, and then I, I worked with the city to do some um, festivals, small festivals. My first fest, uh, graffiti festival was with 17. I organized it with the city of Klagenfurt. It was quite ah, cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who did you have at the festival? Did you invite some graffiti artists from other towns? Yeah, from all from Austria, I guess. Yeah. Everyone was there. Like we have been so, so young, and I, I think yeah. there were like fifteen graffiti writers in all Austria. <laughs> it was really, it was a fun time. Yeah. What was the name of the festival? It was very creative. It was Graffiti Days. Graffiti, graffiti Days. days. Yes. <laughs> Is it with a Z? Graffiti Days with a Z. No, not not okay. even not creative. <laughs> <laughs> Next on Arcade Podcast, Frau Isa. See you then.